everyone and welcome to the KidCast. So this episode is with my wonderful friend Amy who I've known since bloody hell 2009. Yeah um it's a bit of a long one because we are such good friends so do strap in it's almost two hours but it's such a good chat and a laugh and a lot of real talk between two friends about having toddlers so I hope you enjoy. female guests the same first question mm-hmm. I'm going to change yours a little bit okay. so it's all about pregnancy okay. but obviously you were pregnant in the COVID. depths of COVID in the very depths of COVID so talk to me about, about that so I found out I was pregnant on I think it was like the 29th of January so there was like I think whisperings of there was yeah. a virus around then but we weren't it wasn't serious. I'm going to preface everything I say here by saying I am a massive germaphobe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those whisperings I heard, and I was like, what? What's yeah, this? What's yeah. coming? Um, so I found out then, and like immediately, I, I just felt sick, mm. just horrendously sick the entire time. So that was like the 29th of January. I went to a party on the 1st of February. Um, and that was the last time I left my house, I think, oh apart from to go to work. And that was only for maybe the next week and a half. Mm. And after that, I was just at home mm. in bed in a dark room because I felt so sick. It was awful. I didn't have... No, I can't say it. I can't say the word. The word. Yeah, the, the, the really hy- bad sickness thing. That hyperum, whatever it's yeah. called. Yeah. I, d- I didn't have that because I wasn't being sick. Yeah. I could probably count on one hand how often I was sick, but I have never felt so ill in all of my life. And that I was that way until the week of the 21st of April. Oh, right. And I only knew that because the 21st of April was Jonathan's birthday mm-hmm. and it was one of the first times I managed to get myself up by myself, get my own breakfast, and I didn't, I wasn't yeah. horrifically unwell. I made him a cake. Yeah. Because <laughs> you love that. Because you're a hun. I am a hun. Um, so, I was already, like, at home mm. from, like, early February. And it was, that was really hard anyway, because mm. I was just in the house on my own. Um, and then everyone else went home because of COVID. We got put into lockdown. Um, Jonathan came home. And I think up until he sort of came home, I think he thought I was being a bit dramatic. <laughs> um, but then when he came home and he really saw, like, I, I couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. If, I, if, I, if I went outside and the wind caught me funny, I, I, would, I would heave. It was horrendous. <laughs> it was awful. The first time we went out for a walk in COVID, we yeah. went outside because he was like, come on, we'll just, we'll come on, we'll go. Come on, yeah. like this. I went, all right, okay, hang on. And we stepped outside and a gust of wind come along and I went <laughs> like this. He was like, let's go back. I was like, I was like, just shut, I just shut my eyes and was like, stop talking for a sec. Let me just be at, be at one with the world. Yeah. Um, and I think as well, no one else saw me. So I don't think anyone, Yeah. even my mum at one point was like, it's just, but it's just feeling sick. And I was like, no mum, if I talk above a whisper, I feel more sick. Like it's horrendous. But didn't want to go to the doctors because mm. COVID. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just scooted in the twelve week scan with Jonathan, 
So we did both get to go to that. Um, but after that, I did everything by myself. I'm trying to think, what point was your 12 weeks again? March? Yeah, it would yeah. have been, it was early March. Yeah. I can't remember the date. Because um, it was before the lockdown. Yeah. So we did both get to go to that. But after that, everything was on my own. I did have extra scans as well. So I went to all of the extra scans on my own. Was she measuring small? No, I was. <laughs> so oh, my BMI. Yeah. It wasn't outside. I don't really know why they gave me extra scans. Because it wasn't out. It wasn't low. It yeah. was on the lower side of healthy. Oh. So I don't know why they gave me extra scans. But it was quite nice to be able Cute, to, yeah. Yeah, to go and have scans and yeah. see, see the baby. Um. So I think that that it was just the having to do everything by yourself, and yeah. obviously you, there was another element that you were even more concerned about catching COVID mm. maybe than some other people were. Mm. Um, the vaccines and that went out when I was pregnant, um, but they had said if you catch it in your third trimester, then you might be more significantly unwell. And then there was even like going into the hospitals, you were having to go into hospitals to get your scans, go like, it was just one of them things. Mm-hmm. I think I'd covered myself in anti-back, like it was, un- it was just silly. Um, and obviously for Jonathan, it was just, it was unfair. Mm-hmm. He couldn't come to mm-hmm. anything. So even like the community midwife, like I did recordings of the bit of our heartbeats mm-hmm. and stuff just so he could hear it because he couldn't come. I did that with Bella's because you told me about that. Yeah. Because they couldn't come. But I also didn't know, maybe this is because we've only both been pregnant in COVID, I didn't know what the options were for your yeah. partner or your husband to yeah. actually come to. Because no, everything you just they... had to do by yourself. It was like, just you. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I think I think normally they can go to everything. Yeah. I know from a work point of view, like with, like the, the pregnant person has... <laughs> Um, is able to have paid time off to go to everything yeah. but the partner is not yeah. so they don't always go to everything but yeah it was um, I think that was the main thing just everything yourself all the scans I think it probably ha- means that it's to some degree you, maybe your partner struggles with mm-hmm. like the, the bond almost yeah. because they're not seeing or hearing any of it first hand like mm-hmm. and then there's also this massive pressure on you when you go in like got to remember all of this I've got to remember it all because I need to I need to to, everyone's going to ask me my mum my dad my my mother they're all going to ask me and then obviously you get to the point where you're going into labour and then there's the whole other thing of like it's one thing to go to a scan on your own it's another to drag yourself into hospital in labour when they're actively trying to keep you away because Mm-hmm. They don't want people in there until you're four centimetres. I don't know when I'm four centimetres. <laughs> I don't know. I was in labour for like two days. Not mm-hmm. active labour, but from start to finish, like two days. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. And they're like, oh, well, you wouldn't be able to speak through them. And I think I only had about four contractions. That I couldn't have t- said a word through. So mm-hmm. I don't know. And uh, my mum did come round while I was in labour because Jonathan was knackered. Mm-hmm. He went and had a kip. So my mum come round. Which she probably shouldn't have, but I'm not being funny. Like mm. someone had to help me. Mm. <laughs> it wasn't going to be Jonathan yeah. at that point. So it's um, don't look back on it fondly. And I'm say. very, very lucky. I had a simple, easy pregnancy. Yeah. There was no issues flagged at any point. Some people will have gone in and they'll have been told horrendous news, mm-hmm. and I didn't have that, so I can't really complain. Mm-hmm. But you just think, one, why were like partners left out so so much? So much. Yeah. Because when I went in 
to have Amelia. Um, I went in, I went into labour at like eight o'clock on the Wednesday and she was born on Friday at three in the morning. So I stayed at home and we first went into the hospital about midnight on the Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. And I had to drag myself in a mask, carrying all my books, my water, having contractions, up two flights of stairs because the lift wasn't working, which isn't their Peachy. fault, but it's not great, is mm-hmm. it? Um, and it's it's like you just have to sit outside and just wait and... We, we were in Ormsgate. The signal's awful in the hospital. <clears throat> so I'm trying to like pass messages to him and stuff like that. And you... But when, in labour. <laughs> trying to tell Yeah, in labour. Um, but then, so my point anyway was eventually when I did end up going in, because we came home and then we went back. When we did go back, the COVID tested us both. So why couldn't he stay? Mm. Because he, I'd been with him the whole time because we were in lockdown. And we were both negative. So why couldn't he then stay? I was in a room on my own mm-hmm. after I'd had her. So I went to give him birth. He, he left like literally like two and a half hours later. Mm-hmm. And I'm there with a baby, no kit for like two days. Mm-hmm. And he had to go. And it's like, what well, I was in a room alone and they COVID tested us both. So why couldn't he stay? It's just, it's just, it's baffling. I understand to a point. Mm-hmm. They don't need any more people that, can possibly bring infection or pass infection too, but we were all going to be in the same house regardless. So he could have been there. Mm. It just makes no sense. And he didn't see her for, he saw her for one hour. After he'd left, he came back for one hour the day she was born. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on the Saturday, no one had told us how to arrange for him to come in. So he didn't see her all day Saturday. And I insisted on going home. Mm. And they finally let me go at nine o'clock at night. So that was it. That was the tap. That was when he saw her. You just think that's so unfair. It's, it's unfair so on him. It's unfair on me to have yeah. to do it all alone. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't have a C-section, mm. whereby I would have been in pain. And yeah. so, no, COVID pre- pre- pregnancy in COVID ten out of ten. Do not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> do not recommend. <laughs> and she's not a COVID baby because I found out I was pregnant before, before COVID. COVID. Yeah. So it was just. Yeah, the circumstances in which she was born. Yeah, okay. yeah. So for some people, it probably gave like an, a a good time for them to maybe think mm. about it and have a have a baby, and that's fine. But she's not a COVID mm. baby. I think COVID definitely gave Stenos Stenos Steni <laughs> that um, option. Mm. I was so wrapped up in work that yeah. I think it actually gave me a break. One from the financial pressure of. You can do this without needing to have X amount of money coming in every single month. Yeah. And two, just the time to stop and think, right, okay, what what do we actually want yeah. here? Well, it all gets away from you though, doesn't yeah. it? Like how quick how quickly did it seem like twenty twenty two went? Mm-hmm. Like it just flew over and before you know it, another year's gone. Yeah. And it's like not to be that person, mm-hmm. but the older you are, the harder it is. Just yeah. on your body and even once they're here, like yeah. I'm being funny. I'm knackered, me. And I'm only 31. Yeah. I'm knackered 24 <laughs> 7. Yeah. I should have done it like when I was 21 because yeah. maybe I'd have more energy. Yeah. So you do think, and it probably did give a lot of people a bit of time yeah. to think, oh, it's yeah. not, work's not that important or whatever yeah. it is that you're focusing on. So I suppose it has its yeah. pros and cons, didn't it? But yeah. as you say, 
I was sort of like pregnant and having her during the first lockdown. So yeah. I think people were a bit more worried. Um, whereas I've got friends who had their little ones like six months later or something mm-hmm. like that. And there was a big difference their partners were I think I, I feel like, because you and another friend of mine had your, both had your little girls within a few weeks of one another. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the experiences you two had selfishly helped me mm-hmm. and even like where to look for the guidance on what the hospital was even saying yeah because the midwife they didn't even know no i remember the midwife on <clears throat> my last appointment at 39 weeks rang up to get me a um growth scan yeah rang the women's and they answered the phone to her and she put the phone down to me and said that's the first time in all my years I've been a midwife that the women have ever answered the phone to me. And I went, and that's the number I'm meant to ring when I'm in labour. She went, yeah. I was like, fucking hell. Just. Yeah. It, 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 I, I was astonished by how much was left to my own judgment. Yeah, yeah. A person who has, has no qualification in childbirth <laughs> and has never been pregnant yeah. or in labour before. Yeah. And they're like, well, if you want to come in, I want to come in you're qualified to let this thing come out of me of course I want to come in yeah it's uh, uh, astonishing but obviously they do it a lot so they can probably tell you yeah own, but yeah I have to say as well like even apart from all the stuff like that you that comes straight to mind it's like there, there was no antenatal classes no there was nothing there was no everything everything you could you could do was on a computer well, I was working, I was still working, even mm-hmm. when I felt sick, I was still working from home. Mm-hmm. Everything was on a computer. All your meetings were on Teams mm-hmm. and they all wanted video. So by the end of the day, I was totally like screened out. I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not doing anything else. I'm not sitting and doing a course yeah. on a screen because it's just, it's too much. So I didn't do any, I didn't do any like hypnobirthing. I'm quite a, I'm quite a relaxed person. You are anyway. So I was just sort of of the opinion of like, well, as long as, as long as it exits my body, (laughs) however that may happen, Mm. then that's a good thing. I would prefer not to have a C-section if I have to have one. Fine. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, that was my birth plan. My birth plan was get the baby out. Yeah. That was as far as it went. So I think that probably helped me. Mm -hmm. Um, but there was no, couldn't do any classes or anything like that. And then there was no baby groups or anything open when once I'd had her. So luckily I had, I've got two friends who had a baby mm-hmm. a week and a half that yeah. way. And a week three and a half that way. Close, so yeah. the three of us had our babies within a month of each other. Yeah. So we were like our own little antenatal group. It's um, good enough. Well, do you know what? You know, if I hadn't have had them mm-hmm. just to like, check I mean, in with. check in with whilst we were Advanced. pregnant, but... I mean, we were all up all night, like, yeah. afterwards, and it was just someone to message and just go, have you had this? Mm. What about that? Oh, I've mm. had this today. I've got this line here. Have you mm. got that? Like, it's... Because normally you would be able to mm. ask more. Mm. Like, you'd see people more often, wouldn't you? So yeah. I had that, and that was... We still have the group now, mm-hmm. obviously, and we just sort of moan about our children. Right <laughs> 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 um, but, yeah, like... It's all that stuff. Don't don't recommend COVID and pregnancy. It's no. not great, to be honest. But you can get a baby at the end of mm. it. She's all right. So yeah. The, the physical act of giving birth. Mm-hmm. Would you do it again? Personal choice of more or not aside. 
Yeah, 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 I do that. I mean, it's not, it wasn't fun by any stretch of the imagination, but I feel like I coped with it Mm. pretty well. Um, I used, I had Pitocin um, because I was really tired by the time I got into the hospital properly. Um, And right at the end, I had gas and air. So yeah, I think just based on like labour alone, I think, yeah, I I could do that again. I could, Mm. I could psych myself up to do it again, Mm. knowing what it's like. And I don't think I had the worst labour going. It's not something like I jump to do, Mm. but I think I also, I don't currently have like a massive yearning for another child. I think Mm. that massively plays into it. And all the people who say, oh, you forget, you don't, don't forget, (laughs) don't forget how sick I was. Don't forget, Labour. I haven't forgotten Labour yet. Mm. Maybe it'll come. Who knows? Mm. The lies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, choice to only have Amelia. Yeah. Do you feel... Because I feel like at the minute, everyone's asking me mm. when the next one's coming along. Yeah. When are you having another one? When are you having another I feel like sometimes people say that because they think that's just what they should say. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you made your mind up? Yes, I think, I, yeah, I mm-hmm. think I have. For me, it's massively contributed to by the fact that I was, I was so poorly at mm. the start. I really was. Um, and it's a decision that Jonathan and I have made in terms yeah. of we want to be able to give her everything that she could possibly want, Mm -hmm. go on holidays. Like, we want to be able to do all those things. And maybe we could with a second child, Mm -hmm. but we wouldn't have half of what we do even right now. And everything is so expensive right now. Like, so I think that plays massively into it. Um, And I I agree with you. Like, everyone asks you, when are you having another one? Um, my mother-in-law every single time there's a baby around she's like oh does that make you broody and I'm like not really personally I would have another baby in a heartbeat Mm -hmm. I had no problem like Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed I've really enjoyed all the stages Mm -hmm. if I could adopt a brand newborn baby sign me up Mm -hmm. but I don't really have a desire to go through like Mm. all of the stuff beforehand but from a family perspective yeah we've chosen that we only Mm -hmm. want to have one and we have lots of people around us who've got kids the same age. Yeah. So, no, it's not a brother and sister. And lots of people have the opinion that well, you can't just have one. Because what happens when you're old and you need help? Mm. She's going to do it all on her own. Well, that happens to plenty of people mm. who have siblings who maybe just not, mm. they're not ready and mm. are not going to be the person that takes care of mm. older parents. Yeah. So I think that's a load of tosh in my opinion like it's and also like it's very what you've just said there it's from like a a selfish point of view have more kids to look after me when Mm -hmm. i get old that's not not why you have kids kids. no like i know they can be a support system but i'll get just as much support from my friends yeah as i would my brother when i have to do anything that Mm -hmm. might relate to caring for my own parents so i don't think that's a reason to have kids like it's not so yeah we are like absolutely set on just the one at the minute yeah i can see why people see when they get to a certain age they go oh because they get so big yeah. and you're like you do miss when they were little mm. um but i always just try to enjoy like where it is that amelia's yeah. at yeah. at the moment um and not like wish for the next thing or mm. wish to go back mm. 
it's and I do try to do that, otherwise yeah. you might find yourself like yeah. regretting things. Yes. Um, where she's at at the minute. Yeah. Talk to me about that because she's six months, six six and a half months older than Bella. And yeah. I feel like everything Bella goes through, I text you to say, just FYI, <laughs> dying a little bit here. Did I mean to do this? And you're like, yes, yes, and yes, I she did. The Lord, yes. Um, she is currently so she's a very good talker, mm-hmm. is Amelia, and she has been since she was like, like eighteen months. Mm-hmm. She started to talk, and she seemed to go from like one word to three or four to sentences like quite quickly. Mm-hmm. She never shuts up. Like, never shuts up. Loves to sing. Loves singing. Currently, yeah. one of her favourites is, like, to put on a performance. Sadly, um, Alexa now understands her. <laughs> and I mean sadly, because she asks for Let It Go all day. Princess Poppy. Um, she doesn't actually know the titles of some songs, so she asks for Spanish Buzz a lot, which is the Gypsy Kings version of oh, You've yeah. Got a Friend in Me. And she loves it, so she'll ask Alexa and... She goes, I need my Elsa. So she wants her Elsa dress on. She wants the glove on and the crown. She's an accessory queen. She is an accessory queen. She loves an accessory. Yeah. Um, so big performances are a thing. It also, like on Easter Sunday, she told me to go away, um, which was lovely. <laughs> lovely. She's very independent. Um, and currently, like, so if you, like, annoy her, um, she tells you, don't touch me. Mm-hmm. Don't speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> go away um, and we'll lie on the floor in a ball yeah um, all all good things it's all great but equally she's she's very funny at the minute yeah. um, I always wanted just a funny kid and she really is she is funny she, yeah. she really tickles me sometimes yeah. um, it is hard sometimes I think the current age so sort of like the two She's not a big tantrumer. She's not. And I think part of that comes because she can articulate herself quite well. Mm-hmm. So I usually always understand what it is that she wants or mm-hmm. she's feeling. But currently this point is probably the point I've personally found the hardest. I mm-hmm. didn't really struggle when she was a newborn. Mm-hmm. And there was one, there was a point when she was five months old where all she did was she would moan or whine whenever she did anything. She didn't want to be in a bouncer. She didn't want to be in the circle of neglect whatever they're called yeah she didn't she didn't want to do anything Mm. and it really that that really got to me she's doing the whining again now Mm. and it just like shoots me right (laughs) in somewhere where i can just sort of feel like anger like and i'm like please stop yeah um but overall she is quite she is she is good she's you know like quite a good sleeper yeah this that the other but i found this bit the hardest with the tantrums i found this bit Difficult. So Bella's two in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I feel like I feel like we've been in terrible twos since about seventeen months. Yeah, it's it, it does happen before the yeah. twos. Bella's a quite a good talker as well, though I think. Oh like, my god. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So uh, all I get asked, and most kids ask why? 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 Mm-hmm. I get all the time. Mummy, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And I will answer her. Okay. Yeah. Mummy, what are you doing? I'll answer again. Okay. Mommy, what are you doing? And I said, it takes every fibre of my being, because I am not a patient person, nope. to say, Mommy's just told you. <laughs> yeah. Mommy's driving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll be driving and she'll be like, yeah. Mommy, look at this. Or she'll yeah. drop something, Mommy, Mommy, my bunny, Mommy, my bunny. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm just driving now, love. Yeah. Just driving. 
yeah. she's like Bobby my pony I'm yeah. like again I'm just driving love why don't look out the window and yeah. she's like no no or if someone else is talking she goes mommy what what the man say <laughs> what the man say and I'm like <laughs> they are funny then. they are you can't, you can't help but laugh at them no they, they are funny she yeah. also asks to call to like ring people quite a lot yeah and then when you when you finally cave and do it she doesn't say a word <laughs> Really? I find that annoying with Bella because I do. she talks so much. Yes. So then when I ask her to talk, she just goes. The health visitor came around for a two-year appointment. Well, okay, at what point did you have this? I had to ask them to come, but it was they before they're two and a half. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um, so they came, I think it was February. Mm. Last week of February time. Yeah. So they came and I was thinking, oh, I'm just interested to see where she's up to, like... Mm with her speech and her, all of that stuff she did not say a word to the woman just gave her daggers and I said to her I was literally I said to the woman she said nice and I was like do you know what she hasn't shut up all day and you'll go and she'll ask all about you because yeah. that's what she does she'd be like who was that what were they doing blah, blah, blah. and honestly you know when you just sort of yeah. like oh, yeah just perform please it's when they do things that make make you look yes horrific. yeah and you feel like the worst. Like, my granddad shouts, A. A, you. A, don't do that. A. So, Bella and I were in toddler sense, and a kid took something that she was playing with five yeah. minutes ago. A, you. I just thought, fucking hell, swallow me up right now because I feel like the worst parent. Everyone just, like, looked at you. Yeah, swung their head around, and I was just like, oh. God, and she's screaming, hey, you! Yeah. I was like, no, no, Bella, you've got to share. But she understands sharing. She shares with her cousins. Yeah. She shares when she goes to the childminder. Oh, they pick and choose. Oh. They just pick yeah. and choose. Yeah. Amelia woke up, and I, why I say this has been the hardest time, on, she woke up on Friday. Yeah. Just possessed. <laughs> just possessed by the devil. Mm. It was, it, nothing, nothing was good enough. Everything was an inconvenience to her. Mm. So, and we went to Cheshire Oaks. Mm-hmm. She just fumed all the way around. One getting the pram, wanted to carry the bags, but by carry, I mean drag Driving. along the floor yeah. with the new clothes in. <laughs> um, we were in the Birkenstock shop, and it's not a big shop, mm. but the pram on with what appeared to be all of our worldly belongings, because <laughs> it was freezing in the morning. By the time this had come in, it was, <laughs> it was sweltering hot, yeah. so we had like coats and all kinds she'd come in she's like I want this off pulling her dress off because it just had poppers she wanted I'm in the middle of the Birkenstock shop trying to change her like get her changed I had no socks and she's worming about and wiggling and you know when you're like yeah where is the well-mannered yeah. child from, literally from like 24 hours ago I know and you just you don't know what to do yeah and TV has a lot to answer for here because like Bella, she Amelia, she says things, and I'm like, I haven't thought of that, yeah. and you feel ashamed. So, don't touch me. Is from Frozen when oh, yeah. Elsa's parents and go. She, she said, goes, don't touch me. me. Yeah. And the first time she said it, I was like, oh, yeah. Well, you can't say things like that. And then now my dad teaches her terrible things. <laughs> so my dad was <laughs> my dad was teaching her to say that uh, Nanny's feet are stinky. Pu. Bella just hmm. yeah yeah. Bella was smart, so I can go off. Oh, P, you stinky. Yeah, she was teaching yeah. them. He was teaching her to say her nannies, uh, and she's gone to nanny Debbie today. So she's probably been saying oh, it all day. And 
Debbie will be dead confused. Just what Nana Debbie wants to hear. Yeah, that she's stinky. Yeah. And I like facts. <laughs> Your dad's a joker though anyway. Yeah, he so. is, he is. Yeah. Um, but like Bella, like she's dead good in the childminders. Yeah. I don't ever hear that she's like going around oh. battering the other kids she shares. <laughs> as far as I'm aware, she's not horror. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they just save it for you. Yeah. Allegedly, it's because you're the safe space. I think it's because she's the pain. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I literally said Bella's been... Bella's been... Yeah. Full on since birth. <laughs> See, and words aren't needed, just the sound. Yeah. Just the... <laughs> when you go... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah and that's when you've got a like a, a like a good one with no real like big... oh yeah yeah she's and this is yeah. what i say what i said to see all the time was i'm so glad i've done this podcast because in the grand scheme of things yes i am extremely fortunate yeah. i have nothing to moan about yeah i'm very very lucky and i'm still sinking in shit yes. so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> how must other people feel well, it's like what the hell emma with evie and yeah. Evie had the, the cow's milk, the cow's milk protein, protein allergy. allergy. She's also allergic to soya. Yeah. So she can't use most of the replacements. replacements. But it took months to I get... I remember her being really poorly. So she couldn't... She was struggling to eat anything. Emma and Paula just had no sleep. No. Like no, And bear in mind, this was also COVID. in COVID. So it was hard to get the appointments and the doctor... And they wanted to try this milk, that milk. She was having explosive poos, literally constantly. Well, she, she will do because she's. But she was all back. She was all backed up. And I remember saying she couldn't. And I think and at one point Emma couldn't even put it down because she was like screaming. Yeah, she it? would just scream yeah. when she got put down. Yeah. Um, and they just got no sleep. And when you compare, like, yeah, and that's not anything to do with Evie's like behavior or anything. She's dead clever. She's great. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you look at just as a brand new parent in a lockdown. I had it so easy. Mm-hmm. They were just, they were just like zombies. Yeah. And um, Evie went, ended up, she'd go and stay with like Emma's mum and dad. Because they were like, it's only one night for us. Like, yeah. but you can get a full night of sleep. And you yeah. do and you do feel like a new person after you do. that sleep. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And you hit, like, I've watched all, your, all the other podcasts yeah. and stuff. And you think, yeah. yeah. I, had it, I had it very easy. I said stay over and over. <laughs> I expected newborn to be difficult. Mm-hmm. I remember texting uh, Sam Hickey, yeah. who we went to uni with, um, saying, I think I'm doing this wrong because this seems quite easy. And everyone told me it's really hard. But Bella was a good baby. Yeah. So I had, I, yeah. had, I mean, until the colic fully <laughs> kicked in. Head. Woo, yeah, great times. <laughs> um, but I would take that period of time over. The screaming, the shouting. Yeah. And like you say, she doesn't do it often, but when she's in that mood, yeah. Oh, when they're there. But there are people who literally like all yeah. day, every day. Yeah. Is like that. Yeah. And there's n- not that there's no light moments. There must be light moments, but everything is a, is a tantrum. Put your shoes on, tantrum. Yeah. We're going out, tantrum. Car seat, tantrum. Yeah. Whereas that's not really my life. She might not want to put her shoes on, but usually I can like. Coerce. Get her to put her shoes on and then, yeah. then we yeah. move on with our day. I know that's not the case for some people. Car seat for us is fun. Yeah, she doesn't like a car seat, does she? But to be fair, she's never been great in the car since she was about three weeks. Mm. I remember at five weeks taking her to baby sensory. Yeah. 
um, in Formby. Yeah. And it's about so it's quite a drive, really. drive from yeah. here. And being stuck on the new road oh, no. in traffic. And she was just screaming and screaming and screaming and screaming to the point where, I mean, I don't know if you've ever been in a car with a screaming child. Just once. I just felt like I was going insane. So I turned the car around mm. and drove out of my way yeah. to go around home the longest way just to keep moving yeah. amidst the screaming because at least the car was moving. Yeah. Oh my God, she's just been horrendous with I've the car. I've only had a cry properly, yeah. like really upset once because yeah. she's always been all right in the car. Yeah. And I, can't, I don't even know why she was, I think she was tired and we'd had to go and there was a bit of poor planning on behalf of mm-hmm. someone um and we'd gone to like ikea it wouldn't fit in the car oh, yeah but then i had to drive back on my own mm. and it was just a bad like poorly timed yeah. yeah and when they're so little there i don't really get i don't really get upset about things i'm not cold heart maybe i am i don't really get upset about things <laughs> well so you're not a crier then. i'm not a crier no you're not and even then, I was like, oh, my God. Because like, yeah. she's just sobbing. And it's a little newborn cry. Yeah. Like, I don't like to see her cry now, but she can fake cry and stuff, so you've got to oh, work yeah. out. Oh, <laughs> Where, where, where? Yes. And I said to her, what, where, where, <laughs> where, 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 where's that coming from? Where, 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 where? She's like, what yeah. the hell's that? I mean, it pretends to be a baby and does, where, where? And I'm like, no, please stop. Um, but she also will fake cry. She goes, <laughs> and I'm like... That's fake. Please stop. <laughs> it's not going to get me. So that's yeah. They are funny, aren't they? they are that has literally just gone into the back of the car. Has she? Just now, yeah. Is she all right with it now? Yeah. Yeah. Because she can look for diggers and trucks yeah. and tractors, which are her favourite thing of all time. Mm. And, and that's what I kind of do to get her in the car. We need to go and see how many tractors we can yeah. find. Kind of make it into the game. Yeah. Tractors, um, buses. Trains. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trains are a Big one. fans of all of them in our house. Yeah. 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 Diggers. She can see a train and a bus. From it. She's like, it's a green bus. Do you know where I am? <laughs> Do you know, know where I am? Jesus Christ. On kids. the hill towards Old Road train station. Yeah. In the left lane. So like, shut. And there was a train going away from us. Yeah. Mommy, a train. And I'm like, fucking where? Yeah. <laughs> And it was only when the, when the car moved a bit, the trees moved. I was like, how? 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 And she yeah. Oh, she goes, oh, Mommy, listen, a plane. <laughs> yeah. A dusty. A she, and she calls them dusty as well. A pl- an aeroplane. A dusty. A dusty. From planes. And I'm like, what? How? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think it's because they have little else to focus on. Yeah. We're doing the driving <laughs> and the lists of endless yeah. shite that you have to accomplish yeah. in life. And they're like, yeah, look a bus. And two ambulances went whiz past us this morning on our way to walk Hank. Mommy, ambulance, Nino, Nino. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more ambulances, please. Yeah. I was like, I said, I don't, we don't want more ambulances, Bella, because no. that means bad times for yeah. someone. <laughs> no more ambulances. No more ambulances. No, thank you, no. Yeah. Um, what do you think has been your... What, What's your biggest reward since having a... I know that's a hard question because it's hard to pinpoint specific things. I think just that she's... She's very... Seeing that she is very well-rounded, it's almost like a reward. I'm I'm great because... Because <laughs> she's good. <laughs> and that's not to say people whose kids aren't that, but she's, she's polite. She mm. says please and thank you. Yeah. I don't always have to prompt her. Mm. Like, she says, excuse me. Yeah. And 
she's quite well balanced I'm not like I'm not a gentle parenter but I like pick and choose things mm-hmm. that I like from different approaches yeah I'm not really like an approach person so I'd, that's my biggest reward is seeing that she is that well-rounded sort of yeah. nice she's a nice she little is. girl she's yeah. not even though I've just told everyone that she says don't touch me and go away <laughs> mommy I'll, the go away came after me saying no to chocolate for three hours so yeah. I would tell me to go away also yeah. if I was a toddler but she's she is just an she's just a nice little girl yeah um because and because she's polite, she uh, I am biased. I think she's very clever. She's she's very clever. She's cl- she's got Jonathan. She looks exactly like me. Yeah. She's Jonathan's brains. Absolutely. Yeah. She just picks up on things like that. Yeah. Has no interest in doing something until she knows how to do it. Yeah. Wouldn't entertain a puzzle because she couldn't did not do them. And then one day she was just like, just could just do it. Mm. And so she was all right then. So I like see that that for mm. me is the biggest reward. Um, it's just seeing that what you put into them. Yeah does co- it like comes out it in a good way out, yeah because yeah. yeah. there's loads of examples of where if you're not if you don't take that time yeah. it, it, it does affect them it does yeah 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 the the great thing that we are trying to overcome at mm-hmm. the minute with Bella and I don't know where this comes from is every now and then she will bite people they're common that though, you know. I know, but because they don't know how to like manage their own feelings, and I think that's. Her, I think she has the same sort of temper because both she and I aren't super patient people. Yeah, and I I have gotten better. I will say, Steve has gotten better, mm. but does lose his temper quite quickly still. Yeah, but I get that when you're up at five a.m. Yeah, day, I get that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's a. But I also think it's a. A frustration of trying to explain what you want to do. Yeah. People not understanding. Yeah. Particularly yeah. what you want, because she's only done it on a couple of separate occasions. But it's when she's in the devil day. Yeah, it, I think it is. Um, yeah. I follow on um, Instagram. I think loads of people follow them now. It's got big little feelings, yeah. and they talk like through all these things that are really common and. Things like biting or just tantrums in general, they happen purely because they can't, they don't understand their own big emotions. Their feelings, yeah. So, like, I try to tell Amelia how how she is feeling or just, like, okay, that's one of the things that I've, like, cherry-picked is to okay her feelings. Mm -hmm. That's not to say I don't lose my patience Mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, get up the stairs, stop, stop messing, go on Mm -hmm. up. But I try to say to her, like, well, it's okay to be sad. You know, mm-hmm. she went through a phase. She's. She, I went back to work when she was seven months old, so she's been away from me since then. Mm-hmm. At that age, it didn't bother her. Mm-hmm. And then she went through a phase where it was really hot. She was upset when I was dropping her places. So I made a point of, I never snuck away. I was mm-hmm. told her where I was going. Mm-hmm. I told her I would be back. It's okay to be sad. Mm-hmm. And she will give me a hug and a kiss and say, bye, bye mummy, see you later. Mm-hmm. Um, and has done f- for it for ages yeah. now. So I do think like that, it, do, it does help them yeah. in that, because of course they don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand how I feel half the time. Yeah. She's never experienced it. So yeah. she's, that's exactly, I can understand mm. that. Mm. Um, and they're also like, d- like demonstrating the behaviours, mm. behaviours that I want in here. Like <clears throat> she's too young to understand what saying sorry is. Mm. 
But if I, if I do lose my temper and it's really, or, you know, lose my patience and it's really not that warranted, I'll apologise to her and say, I'm, I'm sorry, mummy lost her temper mm-hmm. or mummy was impatient mm-hmm. with you, you know, because in a couple of years, hopefully she'll have no problem with saying sorry. I used to hate saying sorry when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. I hated it. It was like, you, you'd have to really drag it out of me. And it's not <laughs> a bad thing to say sorry, is it? Mm-hmm. Whether you mean it or not. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it does help them. She's not being like a biter or anything mm. that I'm aware of. I don't know whether she has tantrums in the child minds, just to be honest, I'll have to ask her. Mm. Um, but I do think it helps mm. when you can like pinpoint for them. But I do lose me, I lose me patience. I'm not as patient as I once was mm. because she's, it's like she knows how to push me buttons. So they, they 100% know. She knows. Yeah. I have no patience for messing going up the stairs. So yeah. she, every single time we go up the stairs, she asks about and I just absolutely yeah. lose my... Just, I just, yeah. I'm like, get up the stairs like this. And then we get to the top and I'm like, la, 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 la. Oh, yeah. like, like nothing ever happened. Um, They do now. They can push your buttons. Yeah, absolutely. Apparently they don't manipulate, manipulate you. Don't know if I agree with that. I'm not having that. No. My she's too young to manipulate her. Yeah. She's not. And do you know what they also said as well? Like, imaginative play. A child doesn't develop that ability till they're two and a half. Bella's been doing that for about Amelia's been three doing months. That. Yeah. Amelia's been doing that for a good year. Yeah. To varying degrees. She's much more imaginative now. But Which she's been sense, yeah. doing it. Yeah. For nearly a year. So since yeah. she was about one and a half, that's yeah. been her favourite way of playing. Yeah. Not interested in like problem solving games. Mm-hmm. Some kids are really interested in that. She's not a bit interested. Bella was interested in toys, making them fly, making them move, cooking. Yeah. Yeah. Playing. Those kind of things. Yeah. Not necessarily. Not. I mean, she does like some puzzly bits. But, yeah, but we're not overly... F- but she prefers to go and play the oven and make some on tea and yeah. all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, Amelia's been into her tea set, like making you a cup yeah. of tea and feeding yeah. all of her dolls and animals and yeah. stuff a cup of tea for a, at least a year. Yeah. At least. Which I, think, I remember thinking, when I heard it, I came home and said to Steve, are you having this? And then told him, and he was like, mm. yeah, loads of shit that I'm... <laughs> she's been doing it for ages. I was like, I thought, yeah, but... It'd I be like an on average thing. But you know, when you sometimes feel like you're just going, oh, my kid's better than the other. My kid, I'm yeah. like... Don't, you don't want to be that know. person, do you? That's no. like, no. my kid's the best, my kid's yeah. dead clever, my kid's this. Yeah. Like, I know. They're all good at something. Yeah. Like, like all of us. Yeah. We all have ours. They're all talents. good at something and yeah. they're all rubbish at others, aren't they? So. Yeah. Yeah. Like like Amelia does, will not entertain something problem solving unless she can solve the problem. She, unless she knows she can do it. <laughs> Maybe it is, yeah. but yeah, yeah, she won't entertain it. It's definitely always been about like the creative, yeah. imaginative play. I think as well, it comes off from your parents because you're creative. I like to think I'm creative. Jonathan is incredibly creative. He is creative. And like, like mm. low level creative. No, but no, she is not. like in her, like in her brain and stuff. Like, yeah. She's she's exactly like him. She remembers. She never forgets anything. Mm. me life. You'll tell her something to make her go to sleep or yeah. to get her to do something, and then she'll wake up the next day and it'll be the first sentence out of her mouth. And I'm like, how? How, how do you, you remember, remember your two? Yeah, I can't remember that. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's a. Uh, crazy, isn't it? Really, think about it's just. But that's the thing. It's constantly like adjusting your own. Mm your own like you adjusting how you react to things or do things based on what they have just learned yeah, or yeah. 
their new favorite behavior like yeah. she currently really likes to like literally in the last week tell you tell you like basically a story of her day or something that happens and she goes and then and then mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. and it's it's lovely to sit and to hear like mm-hmm. what she's taking from the day because mm-hmm. normally if I I'll always ask her when I pick her up have you had a good day what did you enjoy but I know what she's done because Selena's Cause told me told the child mind yeah. or my mum and dad have told me yeah. and usually it's the slide or yeah. the swing or whatever yeah. but now she's sort of like Telling remembering herself. other things yeah which is nice um, but then I have to sort of like remember that to give her the chance to tell me. Yeah. Because she enjoys it. It's, yeah. Instead of just like not listening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've asked another this question before, but did you struggle with a name? Did you struggle finding a name for Amelia? When I was pregnant, we. You went through quite a we, we, few options. We looked at every name under the sun. So we found out that we were having a girl. Yeah. I like to be prepared. So I wanted to know. Like, everything I could. Jonathan wanted a boy. Didn't get a boy, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's he's obsessed with her. He's absolutely obsessed with her. Like, you would never know that he didn't want a girl. It's funny, isn't it? Because Steve would have said the same. And I always saw myself as a boy mum. Yeah. But now both of us, and he says all the time, it's not normal how much I love her. It's not normal how obsessed I am with her. Jonathan can't not touch her or yeah. squeeze her or, or kiss her. Kiss her yeah. Or be like, just, just in. And yeah. I'm like, leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of her face. Yeah. <laughs> um, so once we found, because we knew we were having a girl, obviously we focused on like all mm-hmm. the, the girls' names. We were like every website under the sun. Now, Amelia is a name I've actually always liked, mm-hmm. but the first time we heard, we we said it on a list, we were like, oh no, no, we don't like that. Um, I knew I wanted it to be something Alexandra Young mm-hmm. um, after Jonathan's sister. So we had the Alexandra Young and we narrowed it down to, um, <laughs> there was one point where we were, we were pondering an Esme or an Esme. Because I think you, yeah. But... I don't know if anyone else has ever watched it on the Great British Sewing Bee. Yeah. The judge that she's quite small with oh, the little yeah. bob. Her name is Esme Young. And I was like, Is it? Yeah. So I was like, we can't no. have that because that's no. all we'll think about. So that one got vetoed, even though we really like the name. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> I hadn't even thought that. that yeah. I'd not put two and two together. So that one got like vetoed. And then <laughs> we also liked um, Jessica. Yeah. Alexandra Young. Yeah. Which. I still really like that yeah. name, um, and like Jessie for short, yeah. which would have went with her with her um, Toy Story obsession. It would have. And then we had Amelia, and I think Jonathan wanted something that was a little bit more. It's not a unique name by any stretch of the imagination. Mm. We do spell it with an E mm-hmm. instead, um, but it's not like a really common name. I feel like Jessica's not common, but it was when I was. A it's, kid. it's very our age our, friends, yeah. our circle yeah. friends, yeah. So that, that's how we ended up going with Amelia, yeah. to be honest. Um, yeah. And I'd always said, oh, I'm not going to give my kids a name that, you know, they have to, and no one can spell or no one can say because my maiden name, surname was McInnes. Yeah. No one can say it. No one can spell it. Mm-hmm. Even when I spell it out for them or it's written on paper in front of them, they still get it wrong. Yeah. Um, and I've given her a name where she has to say Amelia. With an E. With an E. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry about that. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It's hard picking a name. I found it. Very, I found it difficult. How did you go through many names before you got to? Did you wait to see it before you picked? We did. So we had like the choice of a few and picked once she was born. Yes, I know. So I had. Steve and I chose our boy name. 
years ago, like maybe after two years of being together. Mm. And it was Steve. He said to me, what do you think about the name Roman? And I was like, mm, don't dislike it. Mm-hmm. Don't absolutely love it. Leave it with me. Yeah. We're talking like 2015, 16. He literally came out of the blue with it. I remember exactly where we were on Switch Island, turning from Asda up towards McGull. Mm-hmm. I literally remember it clearly. I mean, completely like this just encapsulates men, doesn't it? Like, yeah. sitting in the car. Just in the car, out yeah. of the blue. What's the other name, Roman? <laughs> and I was like, why are you thinking of a change? For <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. Um, so we'd always had Roman, and then Steve had asked if we could have. Derek, his dad's name. That's the middle name. Mm. And I said, yeah, whatever. And then he spoke to his dad. Because then afterwards I said, oh, I'm not making sense. So with a girl, we said we definitely wanted Rose for the middle name because it was mine. He wanted that. And I said, well, why don't we do James, which is yours, for a boy? Because he's the only one of his three siblings that has a middle name. Yeah. And he only has that middle name because both of his granddad's middle names was James. Okay. So I say it's a really nice yeah. touch because it's it's a it's not to your mum's family. Yeah. It's not to your dad's family. No one can be offended. Exactly. Yeah. You, it's very political as well, isn't it? The only reason we did some Alexandra's because Jonathan has one sister. Yeah. If we'd have had um, two sisters, two sisters or a boy, yeah, he would have had. Jonathan's name as, yeah. a, as a middle name because he, Jonathan's got two brothers and I've yeah. got a brother and yeah. you're just going to upset someone. It's so, chaos. Yeah. Trying, to, trying to get yourself through that situation, isn't yeah. it? So James was a safe bet, essentially. Yeah. And also, Steve's dad said, please don't put Derek in there because I don't actually like my own name. So we were like, we can't... <laughs> kind of in a bit of, so yeah. a bit of a rock and a hard place here because we kind of... Steve so wants to make a nod to his dad if it's a boy. Yeah. But his dad doesn't want that name. It's so a nod. Yeah. So we decided to go with James yeah. as a boy, as a middle name. So Roman James Thomas. Roman which, James sounds really nice. Oh yeah, it's it? quite a nice name. Nicer, probably nicer than Roman Derek. Yeah. Also, Derek, it's just not Aria, is it? No, it doesn't roll from the tongue. No. <laughs> Roman Derek. Roman Dexy Lamb <laughs> Thomas. Dexy Lamb. Can we call him Dexy as yeah. well? And that's another thing. I, obviously, I know my father-in-law's name is Derek, but he's called Dexy. But you Dex, don't call him Dexy, that, yeah. Yeah, he, he doesn't really go by Derek. Yeah. Um, so that as well, it just sounded, it, it just didn't, although it was Steve's dad, it, that name wasn't Steve's dad to me, if yeah. that makes sense. Um, and then for a girl, right. So I have been a teacher dance teacher for a long, long, yeah. long, long time. Um, it is predominantly a female... Uh, Industry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also am quite renowned for not really liking children. <laughs> Same. Yeah. To be honest. So, every name Steve came up with, nope. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. No, no, I taught a kid that I didn't like. No, I taught a kid who was horrible. No, I taught a kid who had nothing about them. No, I taught a kid who, that was the one who just was always covered in snot. Like, no, 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 no. No, that's the one who's away with the fairies. No. And we really struggled to find a girl's name. I had, although we decided that, yes, it was Roman, I liked just so many more boys' names. Boys' names than I liked girls. And we literally had like three or four on the list. I loved Nancy, still do That's love really Nancy, amazing. but it was also Nancy Rose would be so gorgeous, cute. so cute. So cute. But it's also Steve's nan's name. Okay. 
and our niece and nephew are both named after nans and granddads oh, of okay. the Thomas family. Yeah. So he didn't want that, and he no. didn't want he wanted our well, he wanted Bella to essentially have her own identity. He didn't want her to be named after yeah. anyone. Kind of wanted to start a new tradition so, because yeah. not that there's anything wrong with naming your children after people no, who are but important. But it's nice to not. Yeah. Um, and also, no disrespect to his mum's side of the family, but the two names that the children have in our family already were kind of taken. They were kind of given the nod to the family. Yeah. So it kind of would have just looked like we were just following, following the trend. Yeah. yeah. But um, I didn't actually know his nan was called Nancy until we'd been together for about four years. No, that's just like look of the draw, yeah. though, isn't it? Like you like a name and he's like, yeah. oh, it's been Well, she, she, when they talked about her, because she has passed away, but when they talked about it, it was just Nana Clark. It, yeah. Like yeah. I call, I used to call my great nan my Nana Coom. Like yeah. I never called her Nana Lil. No. So it, it just what it was. So it, it literally came out in a conversation over the dinner table. And I said, oh, do you know what name I'm really love? I love the name Nancy. And I taught a kid called Nancy who was the most beautiful kid. So lovely, so talented, absolutely stunning. And I think it was just like, when you, when I thought of that name, I thought of that kid. Yeah. And he said, oh, it's my, my nan's name. And I was a bit like, oh. Because uh, yeah. we'd always said we wouldn't name, name them after someone in the yeah. family. Um, so, yeah. And then I loved the name Autumn. That's a lovely name. Yeah, I remember you said... Yeah. So this is where it went funny. So Steve's cousin has got a little girl called Summer. So she's yeah. Summer Thomas. Yeah. So I text his cousin's wife and said, in fact, she texted me and said, congratulations, when are you due? I was due on Summer's birthday. Oh, really? So Bella's born the day after Summer. Yeah. Which is so weird. Um, I said, we, we love the name Autumn. Imagine that, Summer and Autumn Thomas born on the same day. And the, yeah. the cousin's obviously sort of seven years apart. Um, and she said, well, we actually loved the name Winter. Yeah. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. Love it. So I said to Steve, what do you think of the name Winter? And he was like, yeah, I really like it. And the, the girl I was working with at the time, she said, it sounds quite romantic, that Winter Rose. Yeah. But I do understand this. My mum said, trying to say Winter Thomas, the T and the T, yeah. can be a little bit tricky. And I was like, yeah, I get that. But we'd also probably go with Winnie as a bit yeah, of a, a short, a short name. Because yeah. ironically, Steve shortens everyone's name other than Bella's. Yeah. Well, Bella, it's, yeah, you'd probably be going for like a Bells or yeah. Bella. We actually actually says Bella Boo. So we actually like Makes it longer. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, my mum didn't like winter. She said she thought it was bleak. She thought it made her think of a, a winter sale at Christmas time. And we didn't tell anyone the names we it's, liked. it's hard because it's, it's well-intentioned, but also it's, none of it's also none of their business. And, yet, and I feel like my name for our age, there's not many Ambers who are 31, almost no, 32. No, I don't know any other Ambers. No. Um, literally, the only Amber I know who's older than me is Amber Rudd, who is you yeah. know, a member of Parliament. That is literally... That's it. Yeah. Um, and even if you think, if I think about Gabby and Megan, when Megan was born, there was nobody called no. Megan. Uh, we like so. the name Gab, uh, Gabrielle. Gabrielle, actually, yeah. we did like that name. Yeah. Because um, I love Gabriella, but I also feel like Gabriella sounds a bit like Bella. Yeah, it does. So it does. yeah, yeah. Another thing we had to think about was like the assonance in the name Thomas. So I love the name Florence. Florence Thomas. Does I feel like it, it's, it's a, a bit of a mouthful. It's like you've got something in your mouth. 
Um, and I love Beatrice. Beatrice Thomas. Beatrice Thomas is a yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not. It's not. Like, it's not horrendous. But you would just get used to it, though. I think the thing yeah. is, when you're first saying a name for someone you haven't met yeah. or someone you've just met, it does feel strange yeah. because you've yeah. never met them. You've yeah. not. You've not associated that with yeah. them. Whereas if you just met a Florence Thomas, you wouldn't think, you wouldn't think anything of it. It actually yeah. sounds really nice, yeah. like Florence Thomas. Um, Florence is a name that's going on me because. Um, Jonathan's brother's got yeah. a Florence. Yeah. Um, and it's gotten quite popular. Like, I think uh, it is quite popular. Name, like, yeah, Florence, yeah, I yeah. It with her it's nice. It's, it, it, it sounds nice, I think, yeah. when you say it. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. She Bella suits it. But as, Bella, again, she suits it because I know her as Bella. Yeah. But what I think is weird, I don't know whether you had this with Amelia. And maybe it's, if you didn't, maybe it's because you knew you were having a girl. Mm. But when Bella was born... And when we were in the ward, when the midwives were saying, so who's this? Yeah. And I was like, this is Bella. And I'm thinking, like, you don't think, you know, that means nothing to me right yet. I'm saying that this is your name. But in my no, head, I know what you mean. Thomas. Like, I, I hadn't, I wasn't able to attach her name to her till she was about three or four days old. I think in some respects, like, she didn't fully suit her name until she started to get a personality yeah. and you associate the whole thing with her name. Yeah. Like, because it's like, I've said it before, say it again, newborn babies are blobs. Yeah. <laughs> they don't do anything. Yeah. They poop, they cry, they eat and they sleep. So it's like, it can be quite hard. Like, yeah. even if you do get that massive rush and you're like, oh, I love them so much. Yeah. They're still like a, a, an unknown person. So yeah. to attach them to a name and... Perhaps for us, because we did have, even though we didn't choose a name until she was born, like we had the like a two names we'd, we'd narrowed it down to. There's still like that, mm. it's not as fully associated to mm-hmm. them. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I do know, what, uh, yeah, I know what yeah. you're saying. Like it's, you feel like you're introducing somebody that you should know, but you don't you really don't know. You don't are. really know who no. they are. Yeah. 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 And I felt, I felt, I felt thinking, this is so weird. Like, because I'm saying that's a name. But in my brain, you're still baby Thomas because we didn't know what you were yes. or who you were going to be. Yeah. So it took a, a good... That being said, we didn't, like, I knew I was having a girl, but we didn't call her a name all the way mm. through. We didn't even really say she or mm. her. She was just the baby. The baby, yeah. When the baby's born. When, and I know some people are like, when she's born, when he is born, they... No, she was just the baby. Yeah. I kept saying they. I mean, I was like, how many are you having? I was like... Just one now, but I don't want to say it. No, like, no, it's, nice. no. I, I agree. Yeah. I wasn't an it. I was just. I think Jonathan it. was more of an it yeah. person. Yeah. Until she was born. Yeah, but I think it's funny because once because there's some of the names that I had on that list for Bella that I probably wouldn't have a second time around if I was to yeah. do it again. Yeah. But I think it's strange, isn't it? I think it's strange how you. Yeah. I it's almost like your taste changes. Your taste change and maybe like just the times change yeah. and you hear other names and mm. I think we get a lot more of like the American names. Yeah. I think the Americans just make make up sounds, put them together and go out to name that. I think I won't be I won't be going that Even far. Even when I watch credits, I'm like, that's that's not a name. No. 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 And you're like, that's, that's not a name. But that oh no. that's not how you spell it. Yeah. That's not how you spell that name. Yeah. But then again, I've done Amelia with an E. I think that is a valid spelling of it. It is a valid spelling. Yeah, it is a valid spelling. So Sarah asked me this question. Yeah. Because obviously Sarah is a mutual friend of ours and all of our husbands are friends in a really strange way. Yes. Um, But 
how have, how have you and Jonathan been? How's marriage and married life been since Amelia's been born? It's been, do you know what? It's basically carried on as normal, mm-hmm. really. Um, Jonathan, Jonathan's much sort of better now, but still needs maybe like quite a bit of direction in mm-hmm. where I would like help in the house or with, with anything, really. I'm a neat freak mm-hmm. and I know that. So I don't necessarily need don't expect things to be done to like exactly how I would do mm. them but there are things that I do find quite hard sometimes in terms of like help just in the house mm. and with Amelia so like when she was born and when we when she came home I did all the night feeds mm. I did them all and to a point I think well I didn't have to work so that's fine but that like that she doesn't feed in the night anymore obviously but that continues like he sleeps like a dead person <laughs> nothing wakes him up <laughs> so on the odd occasion that I brought her into our bed he will wake up and he'll be like what time did she come in and I'm like you didn't notice an extra human coming in the room <laughs> like are you messing you wouldn't even be able to leave the room without me noticing mm. like I just I, I'm an incredibly light sleeper so some of it is that mm. um but by and large, mm. things carried on as normal. as normal, and they they still do. You know, I will ask for more and say, "Oh, can you do this? You need, mm. can you sort that out, please?" Um, but I do still go on at them about certain things, like forty minute long showers are unnecessary. Don't wait until there's just enough time to get you ready to leave the yeah. house. When I'm getting me ready, the baby ready, the bags ready, whatever else we might yeah. need. So there are those things, but they are sort of like just carryovers from pre-baby mm. um, in that like I did most of the housework anyway. And mm. then, so I still do. But if I ask, he will do it. Yeah. Sometimes it's not that, that he isn't helpful. It's more that it's in my brain. I don't want it in my brain. I want to be able to just forget about it. Mm. But I know if I forget about it, it might not get done. Yeah. So I think that's the thing for me is more like the mental load. Like, yeah. Rather than the actual physical load. Yeah. Because he would do it. Yeah, yeah. He would 100%. If I say, oh, can you take them bins out? He would do that. Or mm. can you do them dishes? Yeah, of course he'll do that. But I've got to ask mm. a lot of the time. So I do find that quite stressful. Um, but by and large, like, we've we've coped with it very well. Mm. Amelia was planned. So I think... Mm. That's interesting, actually, yeah. It makes it... I don't know whether it makes a difference, but she wasn't a surprise. Her mm. presence in our life wasn't a surprise, you know, so we can... Mm. And he was... In some... COVID, yeah, it was annoying. He was at home when she was a newborn all of the time. He was working from home. He didn't actually get two solid weeks off of paternity mm. leave. It was sprinkled across a month or two. A month or so. <laughs> um, but he was there, mm. so, you know, he could get a cup of tea for me or he could make some lunch for us both. And mm-hmm. So that was quite nice in that we didn't have that... I didn't have that experience of, like, she's a newborn and he's just gone back oh. to work after two weeks. So maybe it helped us sort of, like, get into a bit more of a groove, like, mm-hmm. sharing the loads of things, cooking yeah. meals and things like that, because like, she's older now. I can park her with an activity and cook the tea. Yeah. Whereas when they're a newborn, you can't always do that. They, you know, they, mm. they need looking after a few, after a few minutes, don't they? So, I think we've been lucky in that sense. Um, there's always room for improvement, and mm. you have got to work on it. I think finding time for us to do things together is something that we we don't do. Yeah. 
partly because we have like she goes to both of our parents during the week so I don't really then like to ask them a to weekend. do it again yeah at the weekend or of an evening um and if we have been in work I don't necessarily like her to stay out mm-hmm. because then she's not seen us mm-hmm. so finding time where it's just us isn't something we we're not that we're not very good at that mm-hmm. we need to get better at that mm-hmm. um and I'm just so tired by the time she goes to bed all I want to do is go to bed so even like sitting up and watching a film or something we'll try for a little bit but sometimes it's eight o'clock when she's gone to bed mm-hmm. and then you've got to like maybe sort the dishes out <laughs> yeah and so we do need to be better at that I do acknowledge that yeah um, but we're all right yeah you know I did I watched the podcast with Sarah but I think yeah a lot of what everyone yeah goes through is an adjustment we are lucky in the sense that we both work nine to five jobs so we we know we have our evenings free and our weekend weekends are our own i think you know for like you and steve Mm. and for sarah and david how you manage it all when you're like sometimes like passing ships and then you've got Mm. um even at the ages they are now like amelia still wakes up sometimes in the night Mm. so I have to go in and even if it's just because she can't find like a little comforter or, mm. and I'm in and out you're still knackered and yeah. you can get that resentment of like why am I the only person yeah. that goes in but and I, I occasionally feel that way in ours mm. more so if it's like she's not very well or we're all struggling he gets the full night of sleep and I don't mm. um but equally I wake up before she's barely made a sound and I've gone in and settled her. Mm. So that's maybe that's my own thing. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. It's funny, isn't it? It's yeah. like, I'm just trying to think about, if you think about us sleeping, it is me that gets up out of bed to get Bella. But I only think that's purely because I'm near the door. Mm. Steve, Steve has the knowledge next to him. If she wakes up, he nudges me. <laughs> nice. I get out of the bed. <clears throat> I go in to see her. And nine times out of ten, I get her out of the bed, bring her in with us, put her in bed with us, so that we can go back to sleep, because yeah. we've both got work in the morning. Yeah. So, I mean, I have the monitor on our side. Jonathan can have the monitor in front of him, Blair and Lad doesn't, doesn't hear it. Yeah. Does not hear it. And then, he did, he literally did, like, two night feeds, like, he wasn't the best with the night feeds. But he didn't hear her. Like, this is when she was yeah. in our room. Yeah. And she wouldn't really cry because she was very, like, regular with her yeah. feed. So I'd hear her staring. I'd get up. I'd go and make the bottle. Mm-hmm. I'd come up and I'd feed her before she got to that point. Mm-hmm. And then she would go back asleep. Sleep. Like, nine yeah. times out of ten, I could put her back in a little thing by the bed yeah. and she'd go asleep. So, and I do firmly believe there is no point in both of us being awake at night. No point. No point whatsoever. However, then I do think there needs to be more of a balance mm during the daytime or the, the we did have a bit of an issue where like he would he, could, he used to be able to just sleep in if a morning mm. um because he doesn't wake up when like i get up or mm. something like that but i was like you can't sleep all night stay up till whenever you want watching telly and then sleep in until nine ten o'clock when i'm up at six mm. um it's much better now because we did like i do firmly believe like if something's really bothering you you, you have, have to talk, talk about, about it. it yeah however that suits like your yeah. family a message, a text, in person, whatever it might be. Like, you have to talk about it because it just festers otherwise. And it's like, no one benefits if you've got this festering anger towards Mm. anyone, really. Mm. So that got much better. So sometimes he'll get up 
And even if I can't go back asleep because I'm such a light sleeper, at least I can spend maybe an hour, an hour and a half just like sitting upstairs mm. and I could get a shower, wash my hair. Because mm. you'll probably know yourself. The thing that comes last always is yourself. Yeah. I can go like two weeks and I'll be like, I don't know when I wash my hair. I don't know when yeah. I did it. Yeah. Like, I need to get a shower. Like, when? what day did I have to have a shower? I remember you said you were the first person to say to me, yeah, it's been three days since I've had a shower. And I remember thinking, thank the Lord. Yeah. Because no one else is telling me this because it's literally just me. And Steve says that he doesn't mean it is definitely not in a selfish point of view. He does have a practical job. He does need to come in and get a shower straight away. But sometimes I want him to come in and say... Do you want to get a shower? I'm home now. Go and get a shower. Yeah. But I am guilty of having the 40-minute shower like Jonathan. But if you haven't showered in three days, maybe it's required. <laughs> yeah. But I get... Because I will literally, like... If I'm going to get a quick shower and I mean I'm not washing my hair or anything, yeah. I'll be in and out in five minutes yeah. and then I'm back to doing whatever I yeah, need yeah. to do. And you just run off yeah. and it will be 40 minutes. And it's like, you had a shower yesterday. You yeah. don't need 40-minute shower. Get out. Yeah. And then there's the whole process of getting ready and the hair yeah. and the ironing the clothes. I'm like, one, ironing clothes. <laughs> I haven't ironed anything for God knows how long. My hair certainly isn't washed and dry. No. Barely brushed most yeah. days. The state of me, like, the state I go on some work calls, I cannot explain. Yeah. They would walk past me in the streets if they saw... If we all have an in-person meeting yeah. at any point, they won't know who I am because <laughs> I look homeless on some of these calls. <laughs> like, hair oh, just God. everywhere. No yeah. makeup on. And you don't need to be done up to the nines, but a shower. And I think it's very important to tell new mums, like, there will be this nice period... When we when she was first born, there was a lovely couple of weeks because I did have stitches, mm-hmm. and I was I'd said I was like I have to have it. I need to make sure that like mm-hmm. everything's clean yeah. and just make myself feel a bit more alive, yeah. like all of that stuff. Great, I had a shower every single day mm-hmm. for like, which don't know about everyone else. I want to shower once a day. It's not out of the realms it's of not possibility. A that is it? No, no. I like to get up and shower in the morning mm-hmm. before work and stuff. Um, that's what I always did. So we did that, and then that just slowly like dissipates. Disappeared, and now it's like I get up in the morning with her, I take her down, I feed her. She's clean. She's always clean, apart from when she puts crumpet butter in her hair. Yeah. But she's always clean. She's always had a bath. Yeah. Then usually while I'm getting her ready, he gets in the shower or whatever, and yeah. I'm like, when? When do I get clean? Yeah. Because everyone else <laughs> is clean. All your clothes are clean. They're folded put away like all of that yeah. stuff is done the house is clean and there is just me like a homeless bird lady and a few flies <laughs> just lying around the top fluttering around yeah. doing me work calls um so yeah like yeah i think i think that side for me personally of becoming a mum was harder yeah than parenting parenting sometimes yeah. because i know what to, to expect yeah in the parenting realm of like a newborn needs yeah. this 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 a toddler is going to do this 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 and this but in terms of like actually having a balance yeah. of like and also like and, and the balance of caring for myself and having time for myself I really struggle at the minute because I am quite tired mm. I don't want to go to sleep early I want to sit on my own I don't even always want to sit with Jonathan mm. I want to sit on my own or with him but I'm also dead tired mm. and I'm like, do I go asleep? I'll probably feel a bit better tomorrow or do I stay awake? 
and maybe text me friends and mm. watch something I've wanted to watch or read a book, mm. but be a bit tired. And usually the nights that I go, I'm going to stay awake. It's the night that she wakes up every hour or whatever it might mm. be. It's it's trying to find that balance for yourself and then obviously like get washed, doing your hair, get your nails or whatever it might be. Mm. Go shopping alone. Mm. Oh, don't go shopping with, don't go shopping with a toddler. It's just not worth it. Yeah. It's no, not worth it. and I had a bit of a... I wouldn't say a spat because we don't we don't fight. I mean, it's not two. We don't fight. <laughs> oh my god! Yesterday in Asda, you know the self scanner thing. Yeah. Oh, she just scanned oh. everything. She she just she they do remind me a lot of each other, Bella and Amelia. And I feel like it's because because Amelia is about six seven months older than Bella. I feel like, like you've seen. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like when Bella does things, I go, Ah, oh, yeah. No. Yeah. I really did that. I get that. But it's the super independence, super headstrong. Yeah. So what she's, she is very much like me. She watched me scan the first item. That was it. Mommy, my go. Yeah. My, my do go. it. My do it. My go. Yeah. Is it okay? And then I was like, okay, you can have one go. How, yeah. much, how many times did you pay for the same item? Oh, actually, we were very good because once I'd scanned it, I turned the barcode away from her. Nice. So top tip, mums, top tip goes away. Yeah, um, because she kept trying to re- rescan yeah. things. Yeah, um, yeah. The so head, they, they are they're very headstrong. Yeah, and it's trying to like deal with deal with all that. Without if, if you don't, as well. if you don't look after yourself, so if you don't say I need to have a lie in today, or I can't get up in the night, or if someone's offering to babysit, have your child to stay over. If you're not, yeah. you maybe accepting that. All it leads to is you're tired. You're not washed. You're not. You're not done anything that you want to mm. accomplish. You've got no no patience. You don't want to play with your kids. Mm-hmm. You don't want to do any. And all it leads to is just a ball of like resentment and mm. for various resentment for yourself, mm. like. Or like a yeah. past you, and like yeah. that's all it leads to is yeah. you, and you're just in like a this like a like funky place. Mm. Whereas on a day, if you've like said to your other half who gets a lie in six days out of seven, you get up with her, you go downstairs, you go and feed her. I'm gonna stay up here for half an hour mm. and watch whatever you want. I like American crime dramas. Mm-hmm. I will happily sit and watch them because I forget what happens. Mm. Um, <laughs> that makes me happy. And then when you go downstairs and she comes running over to show you like whatever it is that she's done the tower she's built with her blocks mm. you can be like that invested person and then mm. that makes them happy mm-hmm. and I think that makes them less tantrumy mm-hmm. and less mm. do you know what I mean it all sort yeah. of like does click together but it from personally for me I think finding the balance of like mm. all of the things I want like I want my house to be clean I don't want people that say oh, the cleaning can wait well no it can't actually mm. because I've not done things yeah. for You've not. You might not have cleaned and hoovered them up for a week and a half. We have to. Yeah, it yeah. has to be done by someone. Yeah. Ours is it's never ending because of the hours we work. Yeah, and the dog. Yeah, I do this because he's in that room. He's in yeah, um, he's lovely, but he's massive. Yeah, he molts all the time. He slobbers every time he drinks his drink. He gets crap everywhere. Yeah, he goes for a wee and treads everything through. Like you, you can't. You can't just, just not do it. it. And even I can't even just do it once a day. Like no, I have yeah. to. I have to brush up every single morning that we come down. Even though I've brushed up before you went to before bed. Before I've gone to bed. Yeah. And Steve says to me, Amber, 
why why do you leave little piles in the corners of the room? I said, I'm just leaving them for, for the afternoon brush up. Yeah. Because what's the point in me sweeping everything up to put it in the bin to go back in three or four hours yeah, to do, do it, it again? again? Yeah. Yeah. I think, and that's the thing, like you get all of the sort of like the cliche advice yeah. and don't get me wrong, like some of it probably like sleep yeah. when the baby sleeps. Yeah, if you can, but equally... Mm. A lot of the time when the baby's sleeping, when they're a newborn, you need to eat, you need to shower. Or sterilise the bottles. Sterilise the bottles. Clean. Wash your clothes because they've probably yeah. got baby... Shit all over them. Yeah, puke, poo, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Like, And De- like Jonathan's mum always says, because sometimes I'm like, oh, I feel really bad, Debbie. She's made loads of mess. And she's like, it's only for one day. I can tidy all of this yeah. up later. But, you know, you can't always just... Mm completely focus on her for yeah. one day and it's absolutely 100% yeah. right I can't focus because yeah. I've got a hundred yeah. just normal life things to do yeah. um so I think that's a massive adjustment yeah. whether she's planned or not like yeah. you can't imagine just ha- how much plastic tat <laughs> plastic tat children come with it yeah. just takes over yeah. just and I rotate toys because I don't want them all out and we've got a really long living room. Literally half the living room is dedicated to toys. Just to- just yeah. toys. And she always wants the thing that's not there or the thing that's broken, yeah. the thing that needs charging. So she has like a little Vespa mm-hmm. thing. She only ever wants to get one it when it's still got no charge. Mm-hmm. Because it dies because she's not used it. And then she's like, it's not working. I'm like, of course it's not working. <sighs> yeah. We've moved all Bella's toys into her bedroom. Yeah, we've got some Because it just took over the living room. And also because the living room is where Hank sleeps. So whether intentionally or unintentionally, again, dog hair. And the idea of her touching things with dog hair and then being anywhere near her made me go like, "Ah," like it makes me feel like I can't breathe. We've got some toys in her bedroom, but like I think the next hurdle for us is going to be switching her to the cot bed yeah she already has a bed in my mum's like a little Mm. kid's bed so obviously we don't want loads in her room but Mm. it it can't all go downstairs regardless she's just gonna have to like live with it up there but yeah yeah i was apprehensive because i said to stay i don't think bella will go asleep in her room because everything's in her room yeah and he said no i think it'd be the other way because all the stuff's in her room yeah she feels a bit more comfortable and to be fair it has been that way. Has it? Yeah. That's good. Because I was like, she'd be wanting to get out. She'd be trying to scale the cot to get out. And they're quite she's good. Not, I think if you, um, we've always had little bits in her room just because mm. there isn't enough space. So I think it was yeah. just the norm. Yeah. Um, but she does every now and then request to go to bed with like a selection of toys, but yeah. not like just cuddly toys. Like, <laughs> buzz that to go in there yeah. one week and teeny weeny toys or like a hairband has to go in. I have to then sneak yeah. in and take it back off. Take her. it out. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. And um, is there anything that you want to talk about that I've not asked you? Let me have a think. Anything you wanted to ask me? Oh, uh, I was watching. Well, I've watched them all. Mm-hmm. But um, particularly, who, who was before Sarah on the released podcast? So it was a girl that, uh, she's anonymous. But before that one was Amy. So you may have watched Amy's. It might have been that one. Yeah. Um, but Sarah as well, because they, obviously they, be- they breastfed. Yeah, yeah. Now, that wasn't something that I did. Um, I'd said, like, 
if it works, it works. If not, mm-hmm. I took formula with me to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't to advocate either way, mm-hmm. really. It was just to say, you do you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what anyone else does. And it goes for the entirety of parenting. Like, you do you. Everyone has an opinion. Everyone has advice. Everybody will tell you that mm. their way of doing it will work. And that's not to say don't ask. Like, like I, I will speak to you. I speak to yeah. my friends. I speak to every everyone around me that's had yeah, kids. Yeah. And, you know, you pass your little tips and tricks and say, this worked really well for, for us. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you have to do what works for you yeah. and your family, your house and your child. Mm-hmm. Like, Amelia's a, a decent sleeper. But I took her dummy off her when she was eight months old because she was just spitting it out. And I was in and out of her room like a blue arse fly. And I was like, no, no, I'm not doing it. So I took it off her. So there was a couple of nights where I just rocked her to sleep. And she was crying. She was upset. And some people can't deal with that. And they think, no, no, no. You know, she'll give it up when she wants. But it was my decision for my Mm -hmm. personal mental health and sanity that I was like, I can't go in every hour just to put a dummy in. Like, who wins in that scenario? Mm-hmm. No one. And she goes to sleep in her bed on her own. And that's what I want. Mm-hmm. And that's, but just because, you know, Barbara doesn't agree mm-hmm. with it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Your baby will be fine. Mm-hmm. If you know that they're safe, like, they're okay to cry. And that goes for any scenario. If your kid's tantrum and if you know they're safe, you can leave the room and let them, leave them mm-hmm. to it for a minute. Mm-hmm. And the the breastfeeding, formula feeding, everyone has so many opinions mm. on, don't they? Um, Amelia was born with a little lump on her gum. I remember that. That they hadn't seen in an ultrasound. It was only, I say little, it was like the end of your little finger maybe mm-hmm. in size. And it just disappeared. Um, it was checked out and stuff over Zoom. So I don't know how thoroughly that was checked out. <laughs> <laughs> but it did disappear. Mm. But she couldn't get a lap. And I was in the hospital and I was just saying, I was like, well, I'll, I'll just give her formula because she's clearly starving yeah. as a newborn. And they were like, well, let's just try. And in the end, I was like, no, I've got formula. And then she was fine, like yeah. drinking her, her bottles. But they, sometimes I think breastfeeding is pushed and yeah. people feel terrible when they don't manage mm. to breastfeed. But would you rather, you know, <clears throat> I, I personally would rather the baby is fed and the mum is happy. Yeah, yeah. And feels isn't in pain if that's yeah. what's really making them struggle and there's there is like um studies that show that breastfeeding mothers are less likely to have postnatal depression mm. which i agree with but then i think you also see so many stories of where it doesn't quite go where as every every mum that i knew before bella was born <laughs> Who tried breastfeeding or had a horrendous time. Yeah. Or, or given it up in the end anyway by week two, yeah. three tops and we're on bottles. Yeah. So I remember thinking to myself, oh, wow, this is not, yeah. this is not. I think it's great to see the stories like Sarah and yes. others who I mean, had yeah. a good time with yeah. it because you do see a lot of the horror stories yeah. of like never ending cluster feeding. It's yeah. painful. Yeah like mastitis and all of this but just because you don't breastfeed doesn't mean you don't have a bond with your baby of course you do you can do most of the same things Mm -hmm. you know they're there they're cuddled up with you all of that stuff Mm. for me the added benefit of like jonathan could feed her yeah and people because we're when we were coming out of the lockdown like 
and we could go and visit family and things like that other people could have that joy yeah and yeah. I could have the break. It wasn't... I didn't want it to be all on me. No. I did it all the night feeds anyway, but I didn't want to have to be the only person that could feed her. The thought mm. of that is so overwhelming to me. Mm. Um, and other people got so much joy out yeah. of being able to feed her. I knew I was only taking six months off work, mm. so I was like, I don't really see yeah. that it's worth it. Yeah. You can you can pump if you want. Lots of people yeah. do that. Or Obviously, you can harvest colostrum. There's loads you can do, but I just think it's not it's not worth doing something that makes you and your baby unhappy yeah and then maybe the people around you seeing you struggle and and what have you like if if formula is what's going to work mm. do that for your mm. your own like yeah, sanity yeah. Yeah. like i do think it's it it just occurred to me while i was watching the others yeah even though they had great be- yeah, breastfeeding yeah. stories yeah. like yeah and I mean, you can't argue with the convenience of it, can No. Going out with like two bottles and all the formula and the hot and the boiled fat. water and yeah. the, co- the cooled water and, yeah. oh my God, the bag was like, <laughs> you need a suitcase behind you if you go out. I oh, know. Like, you can't argue with the convenience. But in all aspects of parenting, like, you've got to do what works for you. Like, yeah. stay away from mum's net. Because yeah, I... Adore the "Am I being unreasonable?" section because some of the questions on there <laughs> are just absolute <laughs> batshit. Um, but there is like a parenting section and yeah. like things like that. And nine times out of ten, like if you're not mm. literally like rocking your child all night and not and any sleep for yourself, you are a horrendous mother because you only get that opportunity once. And I'm like, excuse, no, mm. no. Do you know what you... No. Mm. <laughs> just no. I just think, like, people that say things like that to a mum who is clearly struggling with something like the baby's waking up every 40 minutes, that is not sustainable. No. And anyone who tells you that is sustainable hasn't dealt with it, yeah. have they? No. They've, they've not dealt with it. They've not been no. sleep-deprived and no. things like that. So, no. You've just got to do what works for you. And yeah. Take the advice, but weigh it up against what is right for yeah. you. And this is where I go back to that point of, I'm very lucky. Yes. And I yeah. really don't have anything to moan about. No, definitely not. Yeah, it's nuts, isn't it? Yeah. It's, um, I always think that. I always think, like, I, Amelia is so good. I also say lightning doesn't strike, try, try, strike twice. twice. And if I did have another one, I'm absolutely certain it would be a whole bag. It's a very common phrase, isn't it? If you if the second was like the first, you wouldn't have a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's only where does that come into like you have all the time in the world when you have your first usually. <laughs> but then there must be cases where you'd have a, a horror bag first and, a, and an angel second. Yeah. So it yeah. must go the other way, mustn't it? Yeah. Well. But I I feel like that. <sighs> I have said this before, and maybe it was to Sarah, but I feel like I feel like I'm probably more sixty percent yes to another baby, forty percent no now. Mm. But Bella's at that age now where she can entertain herself for mm. twenty minutes whilst I quickly leg it round upstairs, tidy things away, mm. get myself dressed. I would say brush my hair, but we all know that's a lie. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, essentially, pack the bag if the last things that need to go in. Make sure I've got what I need for work. Yeah. Before I have to wholeheartedly concentrate on her again. Mm. And I just don't know if I would cope 
if you had to if I had to go back to that yeah having not having that help from the baby yeah if you know what I mean yeah I just don't I don't don't know but then I hear loads of people say it's loads easier with two because baby one and baby two sort of entertain themselves between each other I don't know I've just I mean it must it would happen at some point wouldn't it yeah I know that I didn't like Danny when he came along and I used to hit him on the head with <laughs> bottles and stuff. So, yeah. yeah. I think it, it's that thing, like some people say, no, let's have them dead close together and get it all out the way all at once. Some wait until one's gone to school, but then mm-hmm. are you like plunge, do you get out of that newborn baby thing and then plunge yourself back into it? Yeah. And then you see some with a massive age yeah. difference. And again, that must be like, you've completely gotten out of, they don't even need you, they just they don't need you at all. And you've gone, great, now, let's do it. Which for some people might be the yeah. way to do it. Like, yeah. Well, mine, two of the women I work with, one my boss and one I go work with, they've got eight years. Mm. They've both got two kids and there's eight years between their oldest and their youngest. Mm. My niece and nephew is five years between them. So Joe, my sister-in-law, chose to wait until yeah. Millie was going to school. One... Because of the cost of childcare, because fuck me, it's extortionate. And two, so that Millie could kind of be a big sister, but also playing mum a little bit with, yeah. can you go and get the changing yeah. mat for me for Freddie? Can you get the wipes? But then Freddie also gets that experience of having just yeah. his mum to himself yeah. as well, which your first child does get, don't they? So yeah. we've, uh, me, Emma and Naya have had this conversation loads because yeah. like with COVID, you don't, we will never get that first no. pregnancy and baby experience back. No. Even if we had a second one because you've got the first. Yeah. yeah. So it's not even like some people w- w- might say like, well, you didn't have the experience then, but have another one and you can do all those things. It's like, but you can't really no. because... If I did it now, I can't go and swan off to baby groups because I've got Amelia. Yeah. Um, there are some things that yeah you would mm. then get to experience, but it wouldn't. It would never be the same, mm. and that's well, that's the same for everything. But yeah. even down to like going to scans. Well, yeah, Jonathan probably couldn't come because someone's got to have Amelia. Yeah. Um, I even was thinking about like even when you go into labour, like it's not. How do you even plan that? Because it's not. Not it's not a sure thing, is it? Yeah, it's not now. We don't know. It can be in the middle of the night. Yeah. Like, what What even happens well, there? Well, that's why some women ended up giving birth alone, though, because no, they couldn't send their kids anywhere because of the lockdowns yeah. to, be, to be looked after. Their husbands or partners, I should say, had yeah. to do that. Yeah. So they were just alone. alone. Yeah. Imagine if... Imagine. I know. I mean, Jonathan was great and he knew, like... I didn't really want to talk to anyone. Mm. He read a book. He was there to like rub me back when I wanted it. But he was like a... He wasn't like there talking and in, in my face and all that. But couldn't have... I could not have done it without him there. Mm. Did he go to sleep immediately after she was born? Yes. <laughs> have I forgiven him? No. no. <laughs> but during the labour and stuff, yeah. to be able to look around and know he yeah. was there... Because everyone had a mask on. Yeah. So I I don't know. I would walk past my midwife. Yeah. No idea what she I couldn't tell you. I just knew I had two. One was yeah. a student midwife and one yeah, was a... Yeah, I had a student. What I call a proper midwife. A I don't re- mean that. A real in midwife. A, in a derogatory way. Yeah. But I like just a, don't... A, 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 a midwife. A fully qualified midwife. Yeah. A 
fucking armour. A midwife, and a um, student midwife. Yeah? Yeah. Madness. But yeah, they'd like, I couldn't have done it without them. Yeah. I couldn't have done it without Steve. No. Although I did tell him to stop shouting at me at one point. Did he shout at you? Not uh, intentionally telling me to calm down and stay calm. Yeah. But he was not calm. <laughs> yeah, it was unhealthy. Calm down! Yeah. Like Dumbledore. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And I just said to him, stop shouting. And the student midwife was like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But other than that, no, I couldn't, I couldn't, I don't know. No, it's nice yeah. just to have that. I feel, I, I really feel for, I mean, I hope we never have to go in yeah. our lifetimes through anything like the COVID lockdown situation and it doesn't happen in our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. But God forbid if it did, hopefully there are things that have been learned and better processes, better processes will be put in place. Yeah. Exactly. Because yeah. it was an absolute shit gel. It was, wasn't it? It just. Yeah. And even for like everything else had opened up and some hospitals and trusts were still saying that you couldn't have your partner go with you. Put it this way. Bella was born 27th of April, 2021. Mm. We came out of the third lockdown on the 12th of April, yeah. 2021. Essentially, the only thing that wasn't open at that point was nightclubs, mm. restaurants. Everything else was open. And bear in mind, I work in education, so I'd worked face-to-face yeah. all the way through my pregnancy. Yeah. Because I'd had to, because education was allowed to yeah, go ahead. Yeah, continue. And Steve still was only allowed in for... One visit a day. Yeah, that's it's just... That's it, for two hours. And I had to choose whether it was the afternoon or the, or the evening. And because of his working hours, none of it married up anyway. And he had to go to work because he just had 14 weeks unpaid because yeah. he worked in a gym. Yeah. And he was also self-employed at the time with no help from the government because of the just. time in which he became self-employed. Well, we won't go into that. But, yeah. That's a podcast for another that's day. Another day. But, yeah, the... um. The whole the whole situation, Steve, because he is so brazen mm. and because he knows everyone everywhere goes, he did just walk up to the hospital. He did just walk up to the ward and it happened to be a friend he's known since nursery. Really? His dad, her dad, sorry, was the security guard. And I'm like, go on, mate, stay in you go. Don't worry about it. Amazing. But I am lucky for that. Yeah. But if you haven't got that... No. That's what I'm saying. Like on the oh. Saturday when I was in, no one had told me how yeah. to get it. I only knew for that overhead. Yeah, no yeah. one, no one did that. So yeah. had I not like literally insisted on going home because I saw no reason for me to be staying. Mm. They were trying to get rid of people. As everyone had said, "Oh, you'll be in and out. You'll be in and out." She was born at quarter past three in the morning on Friday, and I didn't get let go until nine pm the next day, and. They were keeping us in because she had a little bit of the lump mm-hmm. on her gum. But they'd done all of that. And then they were just, still banging on about the breastfeeding. And I was like, I've got, I'm going to formulate, no, I'm mm. going to formulate feed her. No one had come to a, arrange any food for me for that evening. So I hadn't been fed by nine o'clock at night. It's like mm. no food had been bought. That's not to say like the midwives and all of the other people there weren't working hard. Of course they were. And it's not like a directly at them thing. Mm-hmm. But if I hadn't have gone home, you wouldn't have seen her. Since no. like five o'clock on the Friday Birth. evening, yeah, and that was from one hour, yeah. And it like that's not right for him to not see his no. newborn little girl, but equally, I went into labor at 8 pm on a Wednesday and then labored for two days. Mm-hmm. She was born a quarter past three, and he, he had left by six o'clock in the morning, mm. so then I just had to 
I was just there with a newborn yeah. baby, no sleep, no rest. I remember thinking, I think I've said this, it may have been on Sarah's episode, it may have been on Michelle, uh, maybe on Amy's, can't remember. Um, but that moment where I had to, cause I had to stay in, mm. I was discharged, but I had to stay in because Bella wouldn't feed because yeah. of the birth trauma, blah, blah, blah. But I remember being in the ward because they, they said, we'll leave her till midnight. And hopefully she feeds. And if she doesn't feed, Amber, you are going to have to stay. Yeah. Stephen, you're going to have to go home. And I'm thinking, shh, get to the mm. bed. Because yeah. I've not prepared myself for this. Because in my head, we were all going home together. Together. And I was tackling this completely unknown entity with Steve. Yeah. And they kept us in because she wouldn't feed. And I remember it was quarter to two in the morning. We got wheeled into the ward hush hush because it was quarter to two in the morning yeah. it was dark obviously so they used a torch to let us get into the bay to wheel the cot around next to the bed yeah and then steve right i've got to go so he said goodbye give us both a kiss and off he went and then the torch was gone i was fanning around in my bag trying to find stuff and I was like, what, well, I had, like, what the hell? A big suitcase. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had a suitcase. I'd said, we were all in and like, is that too much to take? And yeah. I was like, but if we get kept in, yeah. you need to have extra things. And yeah. I don't know if you're able to bring, even bring, yeah, bring me things. Yeah. So we took, I took enough stuff, like for a couple of days and some snacks, luckily, because no one brought me any food. Thank God for the snacks that I took. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God for the snacks. Yeah. But, like, there was no one to sit with her while I went for a wee. So no. I had to take her in a little cot thing into the toilet. I remember, sorry to interrupt you, I remember the girl for that first wee and she was fast asleep and I was in the, the bay right next to the toilet. Yeah. I remember thinking, I can just, I can just leg it. Yeah. I can just leg it. I needed to change myself. I can just leg it. And the whole time thinking, shit, 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 shit. What if someone comes and takes her? What if someone comes and yeah. takes her? And that immediate sense yeah. of fear. Yeah. Just because I couldn't have anyone with me. Yeah. Yeah. And that all goes away yeah. when, when your partner's there. Not yeah. even visitors, just your partner, partner. being there. Because yeah. we we got brought down. Jonathan said bye. We got put onto like a shared ward yeah. and then immediately moved again. But I had time to go to the toilet. Yeah. And they came and did like a hearing test and stuff. Yeah. So that's why I had to take her in with me because, again, COVID. So I couldn't... Or everyone had their like thingy shut. So I couldn't say... It was like six in the morning. I couldn't mm-hmm. say, oh, can someone just watch her? So I had to squeeze us in there and then... Even when we were in our own room, like, you'd like at least a couple of hours of sleep, but we didn't get it because it was just yeah. me and her, like. Yeah. So I ended up just on the phone to put, like, my mum and Jonathan yeah. and that in the day. Like, there's nothing really to do. I mean, there's, in some respects, what what's the point of still talking about it and what's the point of banging on about it? Because it's, it's happened, it's finished, it's over. Mm. People aren't still experiencing it now, mm. or I hope to God they're not. Mm. And fingers crossed it never happens again. But I don't ne- I don't think people understood like quite how mm. shitty it was like yeah. to just be left in the hospital on your own, yeah. like no information. Yeah. yeah. Especially if you did have something like you with like yeah. Bella not feeding, Amelia had this lump on a gum. You had hardly any information. Everyone's got a mask on. So you can't even yeah. see people's faces and no. oh it was just rubbish. Yeah. Just absolutely rubbish. Yeah. So I think I I think I have forgotten. Yeah. Unless I actually sit and think, and think about, about it. Like it's yeah. not something I think about every yeah. day, but you know, some people if they've already had a child, 
I think they enjoyed that people couldn't visit maybe right yeah. away, but I would have welcomed at any point, like yeah. my mum and dad and, and Debbie and Steve, to come and see us in the hospital, yeah. let me have a little bit of a yeah. break or a sleep. Even when we came home, like, my mum and dad did come around the next day because they're not going to not meet their first no. grandchild. And my mum would help me in labour, like, three days previously. Yeah. But when Debbie came around because Steve was still working, that was a week or so, mm. I think, and she wore a mask. And it's like... It's, it's not, not fair. It's not fair because no. you've got first pictures of yeah. them and masks, like, rubbish. Yeah rubbish yeah but then again you know we're all fine we're yeah yeah she's two and a half now maybe yeah. i should get over it <laughs> i don't know yeah <laughs> no i think but i think if if that is going to be your only experience of pregnancy yeah. and birth of course it's going to be i do think it's enough to put you off as well though you know yeah because you didn't get that nice first yeah. go round of it even down to like didn't get to go shopping for clothes no. for the baby or for me. Had to get everything online. online. Um, I had to book book an appointment to go and look at prams in I the one that. place that was open, yeah. and I had to book it months in advance. So I pretty much had to know what I wanted when I went, so I could look at them because you know, I think you got an hour mm. and decide if I wanted it. Mm. Um, I found that whole experience so overwhelming with a pram. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'd get totally different of most things if I was doing it again now. No. I, re- I, knowing- I remember asking you what pram you got when you recommended it. I was like, yeah, 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 okay. And then you go to the appointment and the woman was like, oh, yeah, I was just so overwhelmed mm-hmm. because it was what... The amount of choice. What chassis do you want? Yeah. What seat do you want? What car seat do you want? Do you want that spins? Do you want that? Um, I just want the pram. But as well, I think, so we went to, is it... The pra- Pram World. Pram World and Winston Stanley's. Winston Stanley's. Yeah. They have, like, all of, the, obviously, the brand names, but you can get much cheaper, almost identical ones yeah. in other places. Yeah. And you can go and, like, push them about and test them, but none of those places were right. open. So we spent not the most expensive on a pram, certainly not the cheapest, mm. but I would probably get a much cheaper pram with a better seat mm. and just things that you... Partly, you know, because you've had one already, mm-hmm. but partly because you'd be able to go out and look at them and test yeah. them. Yeah. So even all of that gets robbed, yeah. doesn't it? But yeah. Well, we went to Winston-Lee's in the October and then decided not to buy one because I was only 16, 17 weeks. Yeah. We'd gone to look at budget so that I could budget what, yeah. what it needed to, essentially what it was going to cost me. Well, us, that's not fair. It was going to cost us. Um, and... By the time the January come around, uh, we a, rec- a friend of mine recommended it's called Kiddyland in Kirkdale, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were open by appointment only, yeah. So we booked an appointment there purely because the woman that we'd spoken to, she was doing it wrong. She was lovely, but I just found the whole experience so overwhelming mm. that I didn't want to go back to that shop. Yeah. So being able to go somewhere, somewhere else different. and get the same pram because I knew that they sold it. Yeah. And then we ended up with a completely different pram anyway because the one we'd chosen was too big for the car. This is the thing as well, though, because you yeah. couldn't, like, spend all the time you wanted looking and checking. No, you had a time limit and that yeah. was it. Yeah. And when I booked my appointment, I think the only one I could get that we could go to because Jonathan was still working was in July, mm-hmm. like mid to end of July, and I was due last week of September Mm -hmm. so there wasn't that long especially because everything had like really long wait times like everything was like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks um I still like we still got our pram I still like our pram um 
but yeah, there are loads. I think a lot of it's just sort of like because yeah. I've had one that, that you would do slightly yeah. differently. But yeah, I also say as well because Bella and Amelia were both born in COVID. I think perhaps we would have questioned things more had we had a baby prior to that experience to yeah. know what mum or dad sh- yeah. should be doing or should be at. I just kind of went along with things because one, I thought the globe is in yes, literally like turmoil. Yeah. And two, I don't really know what I'm doing here because I've never done never it before. Done anyway. it before. <laughs> so I'm putting all my trust yes. with all my might into everything you say. And I will just yeah. say yes, sir. No, no sensible, sir. Yeah, I'll just do what you say. Yeah. And now have I, if I had my time again, I would never, I wouldn't do that. No. I, would, I would have done things I think that's probably the thing with almost everything yeah. though if you've got a bit of experience a bit yeah. of knowledge you know more about it yeah. even like silly things like yeah. Amelia's pram the seat part of it is like a straight back yeah. straight bottom yeah. I would get one that has the little dip yeah so it sort of like cradles yeah. them because yeah. they sit better and yeah. you're always like slumped over yeah. in it it's only now that she can really like properly sit so in it and she's like two and a half yeah um, it's just silly things it like is, that but I also think as well like even like our mums and dads and mothers-in-law and fathers-in-law, because of the added uncertainty of COVID, mm. it was like anything they said couldn't really help because they also didn't know where the land lied yeah. with it all. Well, they couldn't come to anything no. either. So it was no. just me and Jonathan, two clueless people who've literally <laughs> never pushed a pram going, yeah, we'll have that one. <laughs> Whereas someone else might have gone, oh, well, I think these ones are great yeah. because they were there with you. Yeah. Um, or you might have just gone to other shops like John Lewis or... And met a different member of staff. Like, yeah. literally, the girl said to me, what car have you got? I've got a mini shop. Yeah, I won't fit in that love. I was like, thank the Lord you've asked me yes. that question because exactly. I was all set for buying that pram and it wouldn't have gone in my car. Giant pram. Yeah, it wouldn't have gone in my car. So, yeah, that's why I ended up with the one I ended up... Um, right, closing traditions. Yes. What is one thing you wish you knew about parenting before you became a parent? Ooh. Um that's really hard. It is hard. That's sorry. Not like one thing I wish I'd knew. That you will just have a gut instinct about how you should do something. Mm-hmm. You will just know. Don't know whether that corresponds to to dads or partners. Mm. But as a mum, I quite a lot of the time I just know what needs to happen. Yeah. And I can, I'm quite happy to go with that. Mm-hmm. And I think if I'd have known that a bit more, then maybe I'd go with that more, even right from when she was very little. Yeah. Um, I think it's something to, yeah, some, something good to remember. It's yeah. like sometimes, and not even just like if they're upset. You need this is what you need to do. Just anything. Oh, she's having a tantrum. Anyone will fix that. Yeah. I know how to deal with that. Yeah. I know how to get us out the door. Yeah. I know what she needs. Like. Yeah. If I'd have known that, I'd have probably felt more confident. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, and what would be your tip that you would pass on to new parents or expecting parents? I think I have more than one tip. Crack on. So my tip for mums. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say anyone really who's gonna have quite a lot of time holding a newborn baby mm-hmm. wear a vest underneath your top layer of clothing mm. so when you are puked up on wherever you are or shat on you can remove a layer and you've still got something on wear a vest people vests Great save lives babies wear a vest yeah throw up on the outside take it off put something new on wear a vest yeah 
Um, you know what? Funny enough, my mum told me to pack two of everything. Yeah. I still to this day pack two of everything. Yeah. And on the similar vein, um, my sister-in-law mm-hmm. made me an oh shit bag. Yes. And this is a bag just to be kept in the car. Yeah. Um, it's not your changing bag. It's a separate bag. It has a spare t-shirt or top or whatever for you, your partner. Spare clothes for your baby. Nappies, wipes, a spare dummy. Yeah. And uh, nappy cream, for example. And you leave it in the car and you never touch it unless you are out and you go, oh, oh. shit. <laughs> like, the world has ended. <laughs> yeah. It's all gone. Yeah. Like, or, you know. And so I don't have the full bag in the car anymore because... She doesn't need the full bag. We don't bag need the full anymore. bag, but I do have nappies in the car. You just yeah. have to, if you're not using it, you need to remember to like update it. Mm-hmm. I have nappies in the car, I have wipes in the car, and I have spare top or clothes for the three of us. Mm-hmm. Because you know, even if you go out and you get rained on, yeah. like it's nice to have something dry to pop on. Yeah. Um, so that it's all in the same vein. Make sure you've got clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Take clothes everywhere. <laughs> Wear clothes, don't get arrested. Yeah. And yeah. then I think my absolute like top tip is you do you like it doesn't matter what other people are doing what they think they're going to all of the classes that kids in designer clothes go to primark Mm. they're gonna get mud on it or shit on it anyway i remember you saying that to me bella's gonna shit through so much stuff anyway don't buy it i'm just gonna pass you stuff yeah take take the hand-me-downs off people buy the clothes on vintage because do you know what they barely wear it. I, everything I sell on Vintage Bell is either not worn or worn once yeah. or worn for 15 minutes and gone, Mummy, I don't like this. Yeah, like, yeah. You, like, just do you, whatever it is, like, go with your gut feeling. Mm-hmm. If you want your baby to stay out for a night when they're three weeks old, mm-hmm. do it. Nothing will happen mm-hmm. if it's a person you trust. Mm-hmm. If you want them to stay with you until they're seven, also do that. Mm-hmm. It, it, doesn't ma- it doesn't matter. I think a lot of, there's so much pressure, especially on mums, like, if dads take their kids out and they go to McDonald's, oh, dad of the year, you as a mum give them a Mackey's, well, what are you feeding them that for? Mm. Like, yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 totally, it's your choice, it's your yeah. child. Like, as long as you're not yeah. abusing or battering your own child, yeah. then it doesn't matter because you're doing everything with their yeah. best interests. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what other people think. Like, yeah. it really doesn't. It, and I think you only get to this mindset when you are... And you're more experienced at being yeah mom. yeah i don't think i i literally now couldn't give two shits about what anyone no. thought about about any element of my life yeah but rewind a year and i probably wasn't at this point yeah but i think the more the more you do it the more you you literally just think yeah i don't care i don't care what anyone else thinks exactly i really don't care exactly and the more i think that you like lean into that the quicker you get that way 100 percent. yeah because it doesn't it, I quite like I don't like Amelia to eat loads of junk yeah. and stuff so Easter was a bit of a struggle in terms mm-hmm. of I did tell her no but that's what I want for her yeah. and I know it's in her best interest so I don't care if everybody's looking at me going it's only one day I don't care she's my mm. child I'll do what I want mm. like what other people think about any aspect of my parenting mm. really really doesn't bother me and also chocolate food <laughs> food that's not great yeah. It's us as mum yeah. and dad who have to deal with the battle at bedtime when they're yes. not tired. Exactly. You have to deal with the tantrums because they're eating things that they've never usually eaten. Yeah. So yeah, you're well within your rights to say. Exactly. No. That that's yeah. exactly it's like you 
it's it's yeah. your choice and like on the food thing like even chicken nuggets and chips isn't that bad i would rather feed amelia chicken nuggets and chips seven nights a week and she ate the entire meal than to drip feed her chocolate and sweets and crisps mm-hmm. and all of this all through the day and then i not eat a meal yeah because you can do make your own chicken nuggets mm-hmm. cut up make your own homemade chips yeah. it's like there's not, ways of doing it there's ways of doing it and i think the, the just the judgment it can yeah. be quite a lot but if you know you do you and you but you know yeah. what you're doing is best for you and your family yeah. you can't you cannot go wrong like mm. even the advice from the professionals like yeah listen to it take mm. it on board but if it's not right for you it's not right for you so yeah. definitely like be confident in that like you know your child you really do mm. and that's what i mean like if i'd have known you do you just know your child you know they're quirks mm. you know if they're sulking mm. Um. Yeah. Just ignore what other people are saying and yeah. be nice to other mums. Don't tell yeah. them horror stories. No, I remember thinking that when, when Bella first was born <laughs> and we were at that baby group that she screamed all the way home from. Yeah. And there was one mum who was relatively a new mum, and it, you could tell she hadn't had a great experience. Mm. But all she wanted to do was tell all the other mums about how bad it had been. Oh, really. I remember thinking, well, we're not. Yeah. Because also, I guarantee you, all the other mums are here, having gone through probably similar things and probably not wanting to crack on. Yeah. As another thing, we don't we don't crack on that. It's it's hard. Yeah. yeah. If someone asks me, you know, someone who's like yeah. pregnant, having a baby, asks me about like pregnancy, birth, labour, all of that, I will happily tell them like, it was fine. Yeah. It was fine. I said like, you're gonna smash it like it's it's fine like yeah it's it is not fine like your body is yeah. made designed to, to do, do it yeah. and whichever way the baby comes out yeah you have given birth to the baby you have managed to get yeah. that baby out of you and you know yeah that that's all that matters and yeah. to just why would why we terrify women who were pregnant i have no idea it's crazy with, isn't it with horror stories like yeah i felt sick but I wasn't, I didn't have it as bad as some people yeah. have it. And yes, labour was long, but I was fine. I watched the film. Mm. I did my hair. Like, I was on my own. Mm. I was absolutely fine. Like, there's no need to terrify women. No. I don't know why we do it. I'm like, know. oh, it's awful. You're never going to sleep. I slept fine. I slept fine, literally, yeah. since Bella was about five weeks. Yeah, Bella was boss sleeper, wasn't she? Yeah. She was a good sleeper. She still is now. Amelia woke up and all that, but yeah. she would go to sleep in between. Yeah. Literally, that's it. Yeah. I literally was waiting for like, mm, that's why I feel, this is what I mean, I feel bad because I still need help. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. she sleeps, she eats, she yeah. cooperates, she talks. I think you always still yeah. need help, like, take yeah. help, accept the help. Yeah. And if you're not, have, if you don't have kids or someone's just had a baby, offer the help. But don't offer to sit and just cuddle the baby. No. Offer to... Do you want some tea? Yeah. Can I make you a cup of tea? Do you want me to, do you want me to put a wash on? Did you want me to go and do your shop? Yeah. Do you want me to bring any shopping in with in. me? Yeah. Do you want me to hold the baby whilst you, you shower? shower? I don't need to sit and chin wag. Do you want to go and have a sleep? Yeah. Like, all of those things, yeah. I think they're great. Yeah, go and have a cuddle with the baby. But... And also... Do something useful too. One thing that I really appreciated as a new mum was... Prior warning that you people were going to turn up. Oh, really? Did yeah. you not get that? 
Not a lot of the time, no. No one was allowed to my house. No. So. I mean, I know I don't wash my hair, and I know I don't brush my hair, but no. But there's sometime, a new level, isn't there? Yeah, there is. Yeah, and it's the not, not quite getting round to getting dressed just yet before eleven a.m. Yeah. Still in my pajamas. Probably haven't took my makeup off from last night. Probably haven't brushed my teeth. If I put my makeup on, yeah. in the first place, um, it's a whole new level of looking like dog shit. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. All of the baby looks absolutely gorgeous. Oh yeah, the first when yeah. the, when the midwife came out to do her first checkup, like the next day after she was born. But I think it was the Monday. It wasn't yeah. the next day. It was the Monday. Yeah. The baby was clean, dressed, yeah, looking gorgeous. All that stuff. I had. It was like nine in the morning though, and yeah. I'm, she'd said she'd be there after nine, not at nine. So I still had my pajamas and everything on. <laughs> but then she must have. Seen, I mean. Mm. I care very little. Yeah, it's. E- it, I have to say, it's probably easy for me to say you do you because I'm. I as I said, I'm like fairly back. relaxed, yeah. and that's just the way I am. It must be. It, it obviously is hard for some people, but you know what you're doing when you've got your baby. Yeah. So, yeah, you do you. Great tips, and wear a vest. Wear a vest. <laughs> Always wear. A vest. Always wear a vest. I'm gonna go out and buy some uh, additional ones. They should also make puddle suits for grown ups. Which puddle suits? Yes, they should. Picking up kids that have walked through the mods. Where is my puddle suit? Yeah. Or even, yeah, just those. I remember actually lifting Bella's feet up because when we walk Hank at Steve's yeah. dad's, it's a field. Yeah. And being like, ah, shoes. Yeah. On me. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they should make puddle. Maybe you should just start them. Maybe. Maybe you should make an extension of your business and do wax melts and, and puddle <laughs> suits. <laughs> Adult puddle suits puddle for adults. Love that. Or are they not but just like waders? I suppose you could just get waders, couldn't you? Maybe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice, nicely patterned waders. Yeah. We could do like a something in that. There you go. Yeah. Copyright. Um, copyright it. I was gonna say copyright it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for being wonderful. Thank you for having me.